Brendan Schaub is wearing the pants that my mom had to wear on laundry day. What is it with him and the capris? They're not capris, the regular pants that he then rolls into a capri style, which Got is it. even gayer. Got it. Which is even gayer. Yeah, Chinese techno fascists! I told you, PewDiePie! I said, don't sign up with this Chinaman! I said it! They got blockchain technology, pop and dunk with the Jack Dorsey. Guys, my dad is gay. They took away my PayPal so I can't get paid. <laughs> the moon's a hologram. It's all a lie. Uh, and also, the earth is flat and gold. And when you feel the moon being really cold. <laughs> oh no, everyone's on this track. <laughs> all the flat earth. that football coach guy is on yeah. there. Hey y'all, I just want to tell you that uh, earth is flat and uh, we hit those diaries. <laughs> like, you they got everybody. It's a star-studded event. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Saving Western civilization one childish dick joke at a time. Here they are. Your new heroes of the Imperium, Mersh and Royce Lopez. Yeah, so the whole night we're at this Republican fundraiser. Mm -hmm, we're mm -hmm. in West Palm. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to the mayor and I go, wait a minute. So you just stick all your pedophiles in the swamp? It's, and with no electricity, that's brilliant. It's pretty smart. Yeah, Sorry, no, it's true. Just, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Hi, welcome, everybody. There's an island in the middle of Lake Okeechobee, right in the middle. It's on no maps. Where they, where they house. Put them on an island. <laughs> yeah, where they house all the pedophiles here. That would be the worst, though. Yeah, I know. Think about it, because then the pedophiles would live on the island, and they'd be able to peer at the children. They're at the lake during the summer. Like doing one outward. of these? Yeah. At the window, yeah. You don't want that. No, you're not going to want that. Uh, let me fix that. Yeah, they have all the pedophiles on an island in Lake Okeechobee in the middle. Just kind of like, remember Dane Cook in Vicious Circle? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Oh, my God. That, don't remind me of Vicious Circle. Sufi. You know, the other day I was driving and I saw an old car that had like a, an old like Sufi sticker on it. And I was like, not a great decision, huh? Yeah, if, I, if that were me, you would see uh, a spot on my car where there's still some pieces of fucking sticky shit yeah. left in white strips where there was a sticker. Speaking of stickers, I'm glad you brought this up. Okay. Wow, I never thought you'd be glad to bring up Sufi. I'm glad you brought up stickers. <laughs> I'm very passionate about this topic. It's really into them lately. I was behind a car today on the way, and I took a picture. I might post it later on like my Instagram or Twitter. Mm -hmm. I was behind a car today. A Dodge something or other. It was an SUV. Mm -hmm. Relatively new. Like, as new or newer than my car. Okay. Covered in stickers in the back already, and it was a new car, newer car, like newer, yeah, like, a, like a twenty sixteen or older. All right, and it was in nice shape, whatever. And it was some woman who had obviously it's a woman. It's a bunch of stickers on it. I, I knew it was a woman the moment you said there was going to be a bunch of fucking stickers let me, on it. Let me, and they were, you know, you know when somebody doesn't even put them on evenly. Yeah, of course. Just, I mean, I, I, like I've, off I've seen haters will say, I know. Uh, it looked all right. So I'm going to read these stickers to you if I could. Um. One was, uh, I piss stupid people off. Huh? So, then you know, I guess what? I'm really stupid. This chick, <laughs> this chick doesn't take any guff. Um, I can see your point, but I still think you're full of shit. Wow, she don't take no flack. Can, can we turn the sassiness down on this broad a little bit? This is the one. Now, this is the one that made me take the okay. picture in the first place. I was stuck behind her at a light. 
Watch out for the idiot behind me. Huh? Wait a second, but I'm behind. <gasps> as soon as I saw that, I'm like, what? And that, by the way, this woman yelled at me because then I was later on at a different turning lane and they yeah. were next to me. And they didn't, like, they weren't aggressively yelling, but they yelled some shit talk to me. Cause like they a, saw, come on. Because they saw me taking the picture earlier. And uh, get ready for this. I'm sorry, one. you can't have that many stickers. Can I, can, I, can I see? I just want to see what the stickers look like. Sorry, I'm just curious now. Oh, I hate her. Is there oh, a song? God. And then, so and then it's, the in, it's, it's in the font where it's specifically two-toned. That way it really sticks out, mm -hmm. you know? Looks like one of those uh, black and white cookies from the Italian market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. And then the final one. Mm -hmm. And this one, inexplicably, for some reason, is written in the Disney font, which I didn't understand. We're in Florida. Powered by bitch dust. Probably the the Disney font because instead of like powered by fairy dust, okay, that makes like sense. a pixie, I guess would be my I was guess. Thinking powered by, and I'm thinking like computers. Yeah, or Power Pentium pa powered by Pentium, yeah. like she's a processor powered by petty bitch with dumb <laughs> stickers on her car. But the truck is a nice four by four, super clean. It is, no, like, it is. It's a nice and truck. Like, why do you do that? I don't like Stick even a nice sticker, right? Even if somebody got me like a like a nice mm -hmm. professionally made like a Nightwave. Die cast like a like a decal. I wouldn't put that on my car. I don't do that on cars. First off, if I'm going to put anything on my car that's like that, a magnet, because magnets do not fuck up the paint. You could take them off when you wash it, clean underneath yeah. it, and put it back on. Especially if you want to like advertise something, you could do that on the car on the doors. Yeah, you know? I, I I don't I don't I've but to your point, I've never put stickers on my car. I've I've never liked it. Mm. I don't even I don't even like putting stickers. When I was younger, okay, I sorry. Shitbox. When I was 16 and I had my souped-up yeah. Mustang, when I guess. When I had a 91 Sentra, yes, I threw yes, some fair stickers enough. on the bitch. But, but my point is, I don't even like putting stickers like in the glass on the inside. Like You know the states that yeah. make you put it on the red? I'm like, I hate that because my car used to be in one of those states, and it took me like an entire day to take the sticker stuff off, even with a goo remover shit or whatever, goo gone. That's why I appreciate the yeah. oil places that do that weird, that, that stick-on yeah. thing that peels off, you know, the Th peel-off thing. The little, like, yeah. Whoop. Uh, yeah, the but static, so, static clink thing. But the stickers on the car thing is gross. Mm -hmm. uh, we can all agree on that. But like, even just even in nice. And then here's the thing, guys. Stop expressing yourselves on your car, and I'll tell you why. Mm. Your car is going to be sitting alone and vulnerable in all sorts of places in your lifetime, right? And somebody's some punk kid or somebody that just disagrees with your sentiment one day is going to walk by and mm -hmm. go, "Fuck this guy's car!" and kick your door or something. Like somebody sent me a. a, a you know the uh, PBA. Somebody sent me a PBA. Oh, thing. the PBA. One, one of the fans, like a year or two ago, it had to be two years ago. It was right before the George Floyd riots. I swear to God. Mm -hmm. And they sent this to me, and I was living in that hood ass apartment complex at the time. So even before the Floyd shit, I'm like, I'm not putting this on my fucking car because some black kids just gonna smash my windows. Um, don't like it, cop thing, pro cop things, anti cop thing. It doesn't. Just don't don't express yourself on your car. Let your car just blend in with the other cars, and that way, when people start getting a little out of control, maybe they won't see your car. Well, to be, what I, the only thing I have on my car, and it, and I did this for one reason, <clears throat> my my car like it was in a state that required front plates, so it had one of those four like front plate things on it, and it sucks because if you take it off, it still always has those holes. So I'm like, fuck that. So I got a black. Uh, well, that's the name of the episode today. A no steps, no step on snake flag on the front or don't tread on anything on the front because I don't like the blank plate thing in the front. Um, but I don't think anyone's, I don't think there's going to let people mad at me for like a don't step, you know what I mean? Like don't tread on me, right? 
I just would, you think? Just, here's my thing. You know what's better than that? Mm. Nothing at all. Yeah, as I mean, far I as guess. not drawing attention to yourself. I mean, I guess. I just, I don't know, man. I'm in Florida. I think I'll be all right, though. Yeah, I mean, you're fine. You're in Florida. Well, you have a fucking garage. Anyway. I have a garage, and you're not too, like, yeah. And you're not like, you don't go a ton of places. No, yeah, like, I do. I, like I actually off. went to, I go to pride rallies sometimes just to mock them. Well, then I wouldn't have Just to, to mock them. Then I, maybe maybe if somebody fucks with your car, it's more because you're antagonizing the fags and not. What I do is I drive by the pride parades and I get an Arby's Big Montana and I shake it and go, Ew, does that make that gross? Does that remind you of something gross? Ew. They get mad. And then I say, look at the front plate. Remember my car. You won't do anything. What I do is I get a bunch of like strippers and escorts, and I, I hire like them, and I go to the pride parades. I make them flash your pussies out of Oh us. no! <laughs> get a little. You know, in some cities, that's chemical warfare. P U. We go around like you're gonna flash your dicks at our little kids. Guess what? I'm gonna fucking. I got some fucking. I got my own little kryptonite for you. <laughs> All you hear from far away, <laughs> this is actually merch pulling up. It, you have one of those, uh, the clear, those clear trucks with the stripper poles in them, mm -hmm. and they're flashing out, and they're just pushing, mushing their pussies against it like one starfish on a fucking glass. Listen, all these pride parades, these gay guys are molesting these kids, so what I do is I hire a bunch of uh, female hookers to molest these kids, keep them straight. And then you all know what I do? <laughs> I go around, I go around, and they're like like Tom Green's Undercutters Pizza. Every time one of these gay guys tries to molest a kid, I get a woman to go in there and do the job. And then you know Merce is coming because you hear you hear this you hear this from far away. You hear this from far away. So this is how you know Merce is coming. You hear this? <laughs> exactly. Rolling up with all the bitches from all yeah. the Fast and Furious movies, and they're just oh update. So you remember yesterday we were joking. About uh, Ja Rule and losing. First of all, I never joke about Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. R.I.P. Aaliyah. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 that one really, that one really fucked Rice up. Ja Rule was in the Fast and Furious movies, right? <laughs> Shut up. Murder. <laughs> ja Rule was in the Fast Furious And we were like, man, Ludacris just took his spot. And I thought it's because he was a better actor. But then some one of our fans, and I, I'm sorry, I'll give you credit later. I forgot who it was. DM me. And they go, no, here's what happened. He left to do the Romeo Must Die franchise. He ja Rule asked, they asked him to come back. And he asked for more money than they were willing to pay. So they go, fuck it. We'll just get Ludacris instead. Oof. And now Ludacris is making so much money doing these movies. So Ja Rule, the old Terrence Howard. At least Fire Festival <laughs> went, went, went well. I ain't playing War Machine no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> Remember in the first one, he looks at it, next time. And there wasn't a next time for Terrence. Hey, man, I know you didn't go pissing on my contract like that, man. <laughs> Don Cheadle's like, I'm a pretty white black guy. I'll play whatever you need. <laughs> That's right. And oddly enough, Ludacris, the guy who pissed on Terrence Howard uh, mixtape. Oh, yeah. Hey, skinny black, man. Um, guys, I promise you we get into politics at some point. Why? What are you, what are you promising? Who cares? Set, well, Who cares, Chad? Who cares about politics? <laughs> Nikki Haley's not doing any clubs. <laughs> We're polluting the rivers to be invaded by aliens, Chad. What do you want to talk about? Foreign policy? Just steal some more credit cards. Look, guys, I know this show's stupid now, but please stay. We have a guest second hour. He's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
doing any shows. He's beefing with G Unit. They're writing songs like I smell pussy. <laughs> See, best he can do Brendan. I'll just do Bob Levy. <laughs> no, come on. He's a nice guy's a fucking nice guy. Right? You know. Nah, he's a he's a fucking but Kevin, he's a good guy, you know. You don't such fucking a great know the guy. That's such a great lead. You don't fucking know the guy, all right? Don't fucking talk shit about him. <sighs> Many men, what's that song about? Dudes he's fucked? <laughs> Cause fucking Gino's gay. Hundred dollars. Magic stick, magic's for fang. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, you know, it's a full Adderall day for me. Oh, 120 mils, <laughs> 120 mils to the dome. Mark Harley's big gay redemption coming through. I'd be dead by the first half of the show. Oh fuck, Jesus Christ! <sighs> Sorry, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm having fun, guys. We have a you guys having fun? Yeah, we having fun around here. Happy Valentine's Day! I forgot to say it. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh. Oh, also today, I swear, I swear to everybody, anyone who shares that fucking Fauci, you make my heart stop. Oh, fucking yeah, Valentine, I'm going to shoot that. you. Okay, yeah, stop sharing Roseanne Barr tier memes. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't don't check your email. <laughs> oh, you go to you go to your Discord and you see from Virgie message unsent. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Android for putting that on the fucking on on the phones. Yeah, the unsend. Yeah. Um. The railroad tracks divided the town by race. <laughs> this is already one of the worst. This is Nikki Haley's. Yes. Yes. Yes, Mersh. There was just a train crash in South Carolina. <laughs> Somebody didn't, didn't probably film this, this ad before. Oh, I know, but <laughs> this is amazing. That's what I was going to say. The railroad tracks. Divided the town by race. And now <laughs> they divide the Chick-fil-A from the left and the right side. You, you it's totally gone. Four helmets just hit each other. <laughs> that was so funny. Sorry. No, no, no. You, you won. You definitely won that one. But it was just. <laughs> now, it now it divides the Walmart into east and west sectors. <laughs> into the now good. we're all united as we die from the air. All right, guys, this is a serious presidential candidate who, by the way, is not just running because Trump told her to and promised her the VP spot so she could take votes away from DeSantis in the primary. That's definitely not what's happening. First of all, all right, calm down, and you leave Henry Kissinger's concubine alone. Okay, that's not nice. <clears throat> you mean World Economic Forum, Nikki Haley? Mm. Yeah, I know, I'm very aware. The railroad tracks divided the town by race. But now it's poisoning our drinking water. <laughs> And I'm here running this commercial because at one point at Bohemian Grove, I divided two old bankers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> one was on one side, one was on the other. I know, I know what it's like to be split down the middle. <laughs> mm -hmm. They had me on a stick like I was a Hawaiian pig. <laughs> no, no, no offense, Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my apologies, Coconut Milk Mommy. Hi, my name's Nikki Haley. This is a home, something you can't afford. <laughs> and never hey, will Tul in your lifetime. <laughs> hey, Tulsi, for no reason or anything, do you mind just uh, eating this apple and spinning on that office chair for me? You know, yeah, thanks. <laughs> for fun, just for fun. The proud daughter of Indian immigrants. Not Those two things don't make sense. <laughs> 
I've never heard those two things together. No, she was proud that she survived when I threw her in the river. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Well, you don't even sink in that river. It's so much garbage. You just stand on it in India. <laughs> You're like, wow, the buoyancy is suspiciously yeah. high. I don't know. Why Guys, be careful. India. Don't make India mad. I don't uh, think you need 80,000. Oh, no. I need, bloody, it, it, bloody fuck India's you. already fucking mad at me after screaming that the blue host people. Yeah. We, so let's leave Tiger Ali Singh's daughter alone. Not white. I was dead. Wait a minute. Your dad was the bad guy, one of the bad guys from Mike Tyson's Punch Out, the teleporting guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Ty. ty can you teleport too? Mm -hmm. But my mom. Yeah, to the VP spot. That's what she's going for, man. But always say your job is not to focus what on. What about MGT and her bl balloons? Cool. That's really funny. Remember that? The balloons? But balloons? always say your job is not to focus on the differences but the similarities and my parents reminded me and my siblings every i wish right to hear all of a sudden just a fucking dream <laughs> yeah, sure, this happened during the fucking movie. oh it's like the simpsons that when lisa does the kids news and she's like the old union pacific doesn't run right by here anymore and it goes right behind her yes. during the shot <laughs> every day how blessed we were to live in america some look at our past as evidence that America's founding principles were pretty fucking cool. Are bad. What? No. They say the promise of freedom is just made up. Some think our ideas are not just wrong, but racist and evil. Nothing could be further from the truth. I have seen evil. Yeah, yeah. I know you lobby for Israel all the time. <laughs> did, you say, did you just say we're racist and evil? But no, we're not evil. <laughs> Can just you, racist. Can you go back? Sure. That's an odd necklace. Yeah, that's a... Uh, I don't know what that is. Weird palm tree with a crescent moon. Yeah. Be further from the truth. Someone will tell us I what it is. I have seen evil. I think it's In like South Carolina fucking thing, so. like one of the colleges. She's like, I've seen evil. I've served side by side with it. <laughs> I've served in the trenches with it. I am it. I have personally sucked Satan's cock. Mm-hmm. China? They commit genocide. In Iran, they murder their own people for challenging the government. We don't do anything like that, though. No. Not in America. Not in the good old U.S. of A. Ask Seth Rich how he's doing. Mm -hmm. Woman tells you about watching soldiers throw her baby into a That's right. These brutal park. regimes that murder people, like Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I know, but we also just kind of let it happen, and we never really... You know, about it, it, it kind of feels like for you're running for the president of the United States. There's a lot of videos of you talking about other countries. I don't really care. Yeah. What are you going to do here? We're all doing atrocities, man. Yeah. Join the, the fucking club. We're all horrible. and We're all we're all pieces of shit. Although I do refuse, <clears throat> refuse to feel bad for Jamal Khashoggi anymore when you read that story, because it was literally like he had like a fatwa on him and they wanted <laughs> to kill him. And then he was like, hey, I'm getting married to this chick. And they were like, oh, yeah, you have to come to this Saudi Arabian embassy to pick up your Jesus wedding Christ. thing. And he's like, oh, fine, I'll be there Tuesday. Mm -hmm. You got got. About watching soldiers throw her baby into a fire. It puts things in perspective. Even on our worst day, we are blessed to live in America. I was born we and We refuse to let Chinese people burn babies before we do. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Those are our babies to burn. I'm Nikki Haley. Yeah, here we just fucking kill them before they are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds great. In South Carolina. So I have seen the very best of our country. 
I'm how you live in South Carolina. Yeah, you're. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's driven down I ninety four at five in South Carolina knows that place is a dump. How fucking miserable that drive was when we were going to New York. It it's like, every this time. Is the fucking dude, worst. it's been the same for forty <laughs> years. That road has been the same for every other fucking even shit states that you drive through. All brand new roads. And I know what people say, well, you're basing off the state on its fucking, uh, on its highway. Yeah, because like you said, they haven't changed it in 60 years. And you've been getting money for 30 yeah. years to fix that road, and it just disappears. You really, you honestly take for granted how good the roads are in Florida. Honestly, you really do when you leave Florida. I know it's because they're fucking Disney and, and the casinos and all that stuff. Like, keep the fucking roads good. But we have like LED, like, you know, yeah. your little, you know, your little shitty green signs that say Florence next exit. Yeah. We have light up LED fucking signs. With Matt, like interactive, literally interactive. It looks like Times Square every couple miles, and you get yeah. a whole infographic blowing across the screen. Yeah, and so, you know. People here throughout the old, tired political establishment. Like you? Yeah, like you. Like you and your like friends? And you. accountability for their tax dollars. Industry reports called us the beast of the Southeast. Oh, well, if industry today said that, then I have to vote for her. Listen, lady, Democrats aren't even going to vote for a woman. You think you got a chance as a Republican? Good fucking luck. Which I love. You know who doesn't vote for women? Women. Yeah. Hey, hey right-wing Kathy Hochul, I don't care. We're not doing it. Yeah. And you're not going to stretch. You, no, none of you are going to pull enough fucking votes away from DeSantis. Man, that's a lot of teeth. That is a lot of teeth. That is a lot of teeth, ma'am. Jesus fucking Christ. People came by the thousands for fresh starts. Moms and dads held their heads up high. Children learned that it was all. Nobody went to your state for fucking fresh starts. They were driving through there to get to Florida. <laughs> they were just stopping there at one of the rest areas. Always. Because their fucking tire blew out on your roads. Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> South Carolina, you have to drive through us to get to Virginia. I know. Oh, fuck, man. I know. Great day in South Carolina. It's a great day. It's a great day. A great day. Maybe if I say it enough, it'll be true. <laughs> Dude, by the I'm way. I'm not depressed. I'm not depressed at all. What's depression? I don't know depression. Bro, when I drove to Mississippi, right, um, I 90% Florida roads, right? Mm. And then you drive through Mobile, and you drive through a little touch of fucking Alabama, mm. and then you're pretty much in Biloxi. It's mm. very quick. But it's mostly Florida roads the whole way, right? Yeah. Compared to South Carolina stretch of I-95, I got, it was like supposed to be a nine-hour trip. I got there in eight hours and 15 minutes, and that's with two stops. Yeah. Because of Florida roads. Yeah. Once you're on a good fucking wide-open Florida highway, boom, and there's no potholes, there's no nothing. God, your state sucks. A great day in South Carolina. When? We were strong. We were... When... You guys have college football. That's it. Yeah. It's a good day in South Carolina. When was, when was the last time to answer your question? <clears throat> when, when did Lincoln become president? Proud. When did Frank Underwood become president? <laughs> of the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> <laughs> and when evil did come. Police in South Carolina are looking for a gunman following a shooting at a church. Several victims, we don't know. Are we doing the fucking what's his face? Uh, roof? Oh, doing yeah. Dylan Roof? Dylan Roof thing, yeah. Uh, she saved us. Guys, she saved us from Dylan Roof. Thank you. Well, I don't think she saved us. From fear. 
toward God. No, imagine how many more people would have died if all those black people weren't vaccinated. Oh, good point. It was way before that, though. And the values that still make our country the freest and greatest in the world. What is that? That looks weird. See, you're doing this thing and you want to look like, here's how out of touch you fucking psychopaths are, is that you do these weird things that in your brain, you go, man, this looks so cool. Like, this yeah. looks like such a cool, heartwarming moment. But then we look at you and go, this is weird. That's a weird pose. You know, it, the pose looks like, um, and this is so niche and only some, you'll get it, Merce, but most people won't. But remember <clears throat> in Back to the Future when there's the newspaper of Doc Brown in in, in a, uh, uh, in, in a, in a straight jacket, and then when it changes, it's him shaking hands of two scientists like yes. this. Okay. Can somebody put that in the locals' yes. chat? Because this All is right. exactly what this reminds me of. Because it's so unnatural. Yeah. It? We must turn in that direction again. Hey, you probably should have, like, make sure. Yeah, it, it actually might be the news, the company that re-uploaded it. But because you heard that, like, stutter in the video. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. That has to change. And you think you're the one to make, you think you're that popular? Nikki, unless you're a fucking news junkie or live in South Carolina... No one knows who the fuck you are. Nope. All right? And the news junkies don't like you because you're a fucking neocon, mm. warhawk, globalist, world economic forum fucking whore of Satan. To put it lightly. Uh, that's lightly? Wow. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Merce has like a bumper sticker. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is what it is. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you could see this t-shirt, the Satanist whore fell off. <laughs> <laughs> if you can Joe see this, if you can see this, the whore of Babylon fell off. <laughs> Joe Biden's record is abysmal, but that shouldn't come as a surprise. The Washington establishment has failed us over and over and over again. Bro, she yeah, really want, does have like Bugs Bunny teeth. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to pull all classified documents about Nikki Haley. I want you to have them delivered to the Cold Stone Creamier where I'm having, <laughs> hanging out. What? You don't learn. I'm going to lock up my glove box in my Corvette. Don't worry. It's fine. Are you going to leave the top down again, Joe? It's a All stingray. Right. It's got an alarm. <laughs> Over again. It's a low jack. It's a low jack. It's he's, time he's for one of those guys that still has a low jack and a club. Ah, he still uses the club. A new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility, secure our border, and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. Uh, what's your purpose, man? Because you still haven't told me what you've done. There it is. There she is. There's Nikki Haley. <laughs> okay, that's fucking... <laughs> and also, that never made sense. Like, I yeah. understand why they did that in essence of it being a movie and visually they wanted it to kind of, mm. you know, pop. But, like, you would just be in a totally different position if the, if the past changed. Yes, exactly. And, and the same thing when, when they disappeared in the photos as family. So you mean you always took that picture in front of that fucking well or whatever, and then you, the family members just disappeared? That's how it works. That's you know it would have been a weird cliffhanger hmm. for, like, Back to the Future? It would be like, all right, imagine you're Marty McFly. You go back and... I don't like this. Not to, to be contundered. Oh, sorry. You go back in time. You get your mom and your dad to fuck again, you know, which is weird. <laughs> Uh, Which is weird. It's weird. It's a weird plot for a movie, but whatever. I'm trying to get my dad to fuck my mom. It's a weird plot for a movie. And then, uh, and then, at the end of the movie, right? 
all the pictures like of you and your siblings start reappearing, but like your shoes and your jacket are slightly different. Let me see. And it's just enough to make you paranoid. Okay, okay, this is, you reminded me of this. And there weren't special things for kids the way they are now. Like, we would just go see movies, any movie. Like, Back to the Future. That was a movie, like, just everyone were. could see. Kids could kind of see it. Great movie, right? I rewatched it recently. It's a very weird movie. <laughs> Marty McFly is a 17-year-old high school student whose best friend is a disgraced nuclear physicist. <laughs> and I shit you not... <laughs> They never explain how they became friends. They never explain it. There's not, not even in a lazy That's true. way. Like, hey, remember when we met in the science building? Like, they don't even do that. No, you're right. And we were all fine with it. We were just like, my want... best friend, a disgraced nuclear physicist. All right, proceed. I did that. I'll admit. What a strange movie to sell to be a family movie. Two guys had to go in and do that. They had to be like, okay, we got an idea for the next big family action comedy. All right, it's about a guy named Marty. Oh, and I'll, I won't play the whole thing, but he goes on, he basically goes on to the pitch and will be like, and this is a kid's movie. He what? tries to rape his mom, and this is a kid's movie. <laughs> uh, well, basically, Nikki Haley's running. We have to play any more Nikki Haley thing. Um, but yeah, I just, I just think it would be a, a great premise as you come back after you've restored your time, and then, like, there's just little things that are, like, you're pretty much exactly the same. But a few things are slightly different, and you're like, oh, no, if, if, like, my taste in colors of jacket changed and, like, my taste in shoes changed, am I more prone to cancer? Like, what else did change? What else changed? It didn't go back perfectly. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Michael Strahan. So this is wonderful because I pulled this clip not because it had anything to do with Michael Strahan, but because of what you're about to see. But Michael Strahan ended up getting the first exclusive interview with DeMar Hamlin. And we know they did it because they're both football players. I get, I make sense why they would do it. And because Michael Strahan does whatever he's told. And, and that's the other thing. A lot of, because, uh, well, just, I want you to watch this. They ask him about the heart attack and what caused it. Can I, before you hit sure. play, can we agree that DeMar Hamlin taking this as his hand sign is like, you know, assigning the crucifix to Jesus Christ? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, check this out from the ICU, the question on so many minds, what caused his heart to stop beating? You're 24, peak physical condition, can run circles around me right now. <laughs> <laughs> How did doctor describe what happened to Watch you? Watch this. Um, um, that's something I want to stay away from. That's something I want to stay away from. So Michael Strahan is asking him a question of like, so do they know what happened? He won't say what caused it. That's something I want to say. There's a little bit more, but what do you think up until this point of what you're saying? This is the closest someone's come to saying it without saying it. They've got this man. Because if it was anything else, 
He would have said, I turned, it, was, it was a freak accident, it was this or was that. They got this guy, uh, I don't know, man, shook on some level. You know, this is like, like he wants, he almost wants to tell you, but he's, dude, they got him shook. I don't know what they have on him. On like on his family, I don't I don't know, but they've got the like the same way they always got everybody somehow. Yeah, they have a forty million dollar contract on him to play. He's gonna play with the Bills again. They already said he, he could, the doctor already came out and said you could play again. They already told him that. He said he's gonna Why play would you again. Want to if to risk the forty million dollar contract? <coughs> yeah, but you he's gonna be people will forget. Anyway. It'll forget. The, the problem is long term. Demar Hamlin's gonna just next year. Demar Hamlin's not gonna be at the Super Bowl. Unless he plays for the Bills, and he actually might. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Uh, here, ch here, watch. Let's watch the pause again. It's a little bit more after I want you to see. Here you go. What causes heart started to again. stop beating? You're 24. Peak physical condition. Could run circles around me right now. <laughs> <laughs> How did doctors describe what happened to you? Um... Um, that's something I want to stay away from. I know from my experience, the NFL, they do more tests than anything. Strahan, to be fair to him, does not sound like somebody who's trying to cover up. He's just asking, not because I think he's, he's, I just think Strahan is a, at least in my opinion, seems to be just like, yeah, man, I'll just ask questions that seem obvious. Strahan always asks questions that seem obvious to anybody. And this is an obvious question anyone should ask. What caused a heart attack, right? So then he says. And in the course of you having your physical, did anybody ever come back with any, say you had a heart issue or anything that was abnormal? Uh, honestly, no. Um, I've always been a, a, a healthy, young, fit energetic, uh, you know, human being, let alone mm -hmm. athlete. Um, so it, it was something that was just, that we, we still processing and I'm still talking through with my doctors just to see what everything was. We know what it was. Everybody knows what it was. We you all know what it was. You, you know, know what it was. And the truth of the matter is, man, I feel bad for him. I really do. Because at the very beginning of this, we know that a lot of these pe football players were basically told the vax. You're going to be, look, 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 Aaron Rodgers might be a douchebag, but everything what they did to him was fucked up, right? They ostracize you. They make you do this. So, I, I, so in a way, you're like, look, this guy's fucking 20-something years old and he wants to play in the NFL and he's not going to turn a, he's not going to be, get a chance, lose his position because well, he didn't get the vax fine and, and aaron Rodgers had that that luxury of being like look man he's my, aaron my Rogers. best years are behind me anyway i made a good career out of this you want to fire me i'll go home yeah so <laughs> it's fine so but 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 now here's the thing if you know it's the vax man and you're not seeing it don't you think that maybe a little bit of responsibility of what happens like to other people that might you know what i mean like this, this is the shit that I hate, man. This is a high-profile case. This is the case that they couldn't hide or bury in the 27th page of a local newspaper when a 20-something-year-old dies because it happened on the NFL field. On the one hand, I feel bad for this guy because up until a few years ago, he's been, no, well, not even a few years mm -hmm. ago. What, he's, he's a rookie, right? It's like his first, uh, second, second year. Second year, I think? I want to say second. Someone will tell me. So up chat. until a couple years ago, this guy was just some broke kid playing, scraping by, trying to make a living. And now he's a fucking, now he's got this chance to feed him, his family, his kids, his fucking, you know, for the rest of the, you know, get him taken care of. 
And I don't know. One of two things is he either sold out because, look, I, I'm, I want my family to be taken care of regardless of what happens to me, or that he's scared. One of those two things. Right. And, and, and I think he seems scared. Right? Like, that pause seems like some people are saying in the chat, and this is, this is a great way, something, it, it, somebody who forgot the line he was supposed to, that he knew this question was coming and he forgot the line, whatever line he was supposed to say, so he just stumbled, 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 stumbled. What I don't understand is, and this, this is why I ask you, do you think they're doing this to gaslight us and make us do what we're doing right now and come after us to call us whatever and to, and, and, and to so outrage because... Why would Good Morning America has cut way? Well, we've seen cut we've up seen interviews. We've seen some egregious cut up interviews. Why would Good Morning America? Biden, not, for instance. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. got to go, we got to do five six takes with fucking Biden. We could have gotten the Como Carditis thing Jesus right. Jesus Christ! If Brendan Schaub could do seven takes for a special, you know, no, but you know what I mean. Not even a take, but they could have cut around it. They could have cut the pause. The pause could have been cut easily and short into like. I don't want to talk about it now. People would still be saying that, but the pause made it they're look worse. People. So are they, you think they're baiting people? Like this is egregious, right? I mean, they're in on it obviously because that you know, Good Morning America pushes their agenda forever. Good point. You know, it seems weird, right? And somebody says it's to start shit. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe that's not. But it just seems. It seems like this guy looks buck broken. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to put gay thoughts in his head. Vaccinated gay thoughts in his head. So, I mean, that's pretty much the clip. Everything else in the interview is just, you know, your typical, you know, how, um, you know, it's, 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 it's everything, everything else is just your. What's it like being a football player? Yeah, basically like that. Yeah, softball shit like that. Uh, let's see if we got any donations today. Let's, let's check that out. I haven't checked. Uh, we'll check Buy Me a Coffee Foist. Uh, Darth Vader's Lungs. Hey, it's Michelin Man. By the Smith Machines. Nah, it's Royce eating keto-friendly. Oh, no, yeah, I read that yesterday. So, no, nothing there. Uh, let's see. Do we have anything on the Rumble? No, nothing today. Jesus Christ. So everyone's saving up money today because it's Valentine's Day, and they have to take out their sweetheart. And she might want to order an app. Uh, She's going to order gal. a little bit of the I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You want to split something? <laughs> uh, let's see. Um... Your fries taste better. This is a day in the life of a childless woman. I wake up at 6 a.m. I remember that I have no kids to take to school, so I take an edible, masturbate, and go back to sleep. Look, let me tell you something. I I didn't want to think about you masturbating when you were in your 20s. Mm -hmm. I no. definitely want, don't want to think about you masturbating with that 50 cent stretched out pussy. Okay. No, thank you. What a weird cope video this is. Yeah. And again, man, there are some women that don't have kids or can't have kids, right? I don't judge people. People, I think that the trap people get a little too shitty on that. But I also am a believer of like, don't go there and say it's better, though. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Don't, don't do the whole fucking like, I'm actually, ha you know, fuck yeah. off. Who are you convincing? Don't worry. The birth rates are dropping anyway. To, and to go be back. honest with you, man, typically the type of people that that are of the mind where they're like, I never want kids like this bitch. Hmm? Do you really want her raising a child like this? This bitch. I don't want her to be breathing air, bud. I know. That's my point. Like, to sleep. I wake up at 1230 p.m. and get ready for a busy day of doing whatever the fuck I feel like. Wow, you're fucking cool. What a what what a. 
You're so fucking cool. Bro, she is pretty cool. Ba 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 bow. Ba 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 bow. You kicked it Take that old lady off the shelf. Make her go bye bye in the forever box. I put on my most impractical and stylish shoes. <laughs> Not shown. <laughs> Since I won't be chasing a child around the grocery store, I go to my favorite dusty hole. You know, I know plenty of women who have children who very dress up very nice, wear heels, and are very classy. Casey DeSantis is like five. Okay, so let's fucking pretend like don't pretend like you can't wear heels if you have kids. I almost forgot because we got sidetracked mm -hmm. after the Nikki Haley thing. Did you see mm. the bombshell that Laura Loomer dropped last night? Oh, her name's not her real name? Yeah. I blew me away. I can't vote for DeSantis now. She literally, they're getting so desperate. She's like, you want to know something? Casey DeSantis? Not even her real name. Real name's Jill. And then the community notes underneath was like, uh, her name is Jill Casey DeSantis. She's yeah. not using a fake name. She's using your middle name. A lot of which people is do that. Very, and by the way, she was a TV anchor. Something you never were, by the way, Laura. Um, and a lot of TV anchors switched their name up. They don't get a whole new fake name. A lot of people go, eh, Lisa. I forget what her last name was back when she was on TV, but it was like, it was just was one of those things that phonetically name. sounded better with Casey Papapup. And then she became a DeSantis, which is a Papapup. Also, sometimes with a lot of the reason uh, anchors and actors use their middle names is there might be two people with the same name. So mm -hmm. you don't want to be, you know. Or maybe, you know, also because it's slightly harder to find you in the white pages when some guy with schizophrenia is watching a TV outside is like at a bus station and goes, I want to rape that anchor. <laughs> or maybe it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know? Laura, because, you know, guys have breaking news. That's not her real nose. Like, if, if we're going to go on people doing things for cosmetic reasons, let's not start that. Because that's, really, that's not a really good way to go down. Now, look, I'm being honest with you. Mersh is nagging you because he loves you. Laura, and he wants to marry you. And eventually, you're going to have a wonderful wedding, and it's going to be awkward when I'm at that wedding, okay? But I bear, I promise you, no wet bread jokes, okay? Not on my watch. <coughs> Sorry, I'm only I'm only interested in real investigative reporters. Ooh. Like Cassandra Fairbanks. Shane Cashman. <coughs> yeah, I'm a really big fan of the Gonzo style. Safe spot in Paris. More of a Kermit guy. The only, the only thing gonzo is Shane Cashman's fucking journalism career. Mm -hmm. I do a meditation sesh on the plane since I have sesh. to... Yeah, sesh. Yes. I hate you. Session's a really hard word to, like, say. So sometimes you use a briefs, you know? You'll brief it up. Screaming kids, allowing me all the time in the world to become enlightened. The weightlessness of my existence has granted me super... Oh, the meaninglessness of your existence. Weightlessness, yes. you mean meaninglessness of your existence. Yeah, you remind you just reminded me of the OSW thing when they're like, it's priceless. And he's like, literally worthless. <laughs> I love OSW so goddamn much. For human powers. I teleport myself back home. Then I get ready for a night out with whatever hot guy I met on Raya that morning. On what? What's the app? Oh, is that that app? Is that that app that? It's just for famous people. Oh yeah, the one that uh, Lily Singh was was pushing, that she used too. 
Night and, out, then I, and then I fuck some hot young waiter who's really, really wants to make it in the business. And I know he's going to try to pitch his script to me all night, but that's fine as long as he bangs me. Oh, and my by the gross way, old lady pussy. I was looking for more Lily Singh stuff because I was thinking about it. Man, we haven't covered her in a while, but she hasn't put a video up in like in a year. Like she put a couple shorts up, but nothing. Like she's just disappeared. There's like a 14 million subscriber channel that's just sitting there. And you got to wonder what's going on, unless it was like a something with her deal where she couldn't be on for a certain amount of time. I don't Did know. Somebody buy her channel. I guarantee you, the network bought her channel when they fucking when she signed. That's the deal. that. That's possible. Yeah, but then why aren't, why aren't I getting fucking promos on it for Ted Lasso or something? That's Apple. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> Ted Lasso is great. I like comedy that's not offensive. Hot guy. You know I what though? It's that. not offensive, but it's funny. It's hilarious. It is a funny show. Ted, I was say, be, I, Ted Lasso yep. is 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 a very funny show. That's why that I hate shows when, the biggest white pill on TV <coughs> right now. That's why I, I despise people that like when we make fun of Crowder and they'll be like, oh, because you guys are just edgy tryhards and you only like edgy tryhard humor. I'm like, there's plenty of wholesome shit I enjoy that yeah. I like that I'm like, oh, this is funny. Ted Lasso is a wholesome show, but it's funny. Mersh, I'm pretty sure if Mr. Bean came on, you'd have yourself a chuckle. Some things are just funny. First of all, I don't don't say like, oh, if Mr. Bean came on. I used to watch him. Mr. Bean was the shit, bro. You would put Miss you put Mr. Let me Bean guess. on. It doesn't just come on. Was it when they Comedy Central during the day just had to fill time, so they bought all these old British comedy sitcoms, and it would just yep. be on in the background. Well, like three hours of Mr. Bean. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I'm just having on, and then you're like, ooh, that's a good away message. And I never, <laughs> Mr. B never killed me, but every once in a while you glance over and go, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Guys like physical humor too. That's why you could, you could throw three stooges on right now when we all fucking would be laughing. Cause yeah. you know, I guarantee if you introduce that to a whole bunch of young people, they'd be like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah she is 50 already, but Chelsea Handler's looked 50 forever. Chelsea Handler's always looked 50. Morning. I call up a babysitter and tell her that I don't need her since I still don't have kids. Now it's time for a workout, so I hit Mount Everest for a quick climb. I invent a time machine, go back in time, and kill Hitler. Come back to the future and things are worse. <laughs> go back in time again, save Hitler, fix that little problem. Go back in time, kill baby Hitler. Turns out there was a more clever guy with Hitler's plan that was born three years early later yeah. that actually was super Hitler. Abe Vigoda. Yeah. Turned out to be real Hitler. Crazy bastard. It's amazing what you can do when you have this much free time. You're not funny. I'm doing the best I can, Pessy. Well, I like the people no. that like try to be edgy and go, I would go back in time and I would fucking save Hitler. Ha ha ha. And I'm like, I would go back in time and I would do Bill and Ted. I would get a bunch of these fucking psychos in a room together. I'd be like, let's get Napoleon. Let's get Hitler. Let's get Alexander the Great. Let's get all these guys in a room. Oh, that would be fun. Mm -hmm. Fucking party. Yeah. Let's get, get have a kegger. Um, go back to Hitler in art school and just give him a whole bunch of Bob Ross episodes and see what that does to history. <laughs> You come back. The happy little trees. You come back and like we just live in some futuristic utopia yeah. and everybody's going, wow, is that a Hitler? Is that's that an Hitler. original or that's is a, that's, that's not an original Hitler? No, you had that redone. No, it's an it's original a, Hitler. <laughs> yeah. A lot, of German, a lot of German Shepherd paintings. A lot of them. A lot of them. <laughs> lot of them. They are adorable dogs. Yeah. A lot of Disney paintings too. Big fan a lot of, of those. pinwheels too. A lot yeah. of pinwheels. Is he Dutch? Uh, not since he got married. 
Um, this is uh, okay. That's very that's funny. just for Mercy. <laughs> that was Tom. just for me. That was very good. It's got very Frozen's laughing. I know it. Um, <laughs> so update on the poison water in Ohio. At the area, well and groundwater are safe. However, the well and groundwater are safe. Okay. After this couple saw <laughs> according dead to fish whom? in this creek that you're looking at. There's literally fish dying in the water, and they're like, drink up. Nah, but what if they're like... Um, drink up. What if the fish are just kind of like... Like, sometimes I get Tired? in the pool, and sometimes I like to just float. Oh, yeah, you think they're floating? Know, they close yeah. their eyes a little bit, float. Fish don't do that. Though. Oh. Fish die. <laughs> they're deciding to... Not Look how clean that water looks. You're going to... any chances. Yeah, it's practically glowing. Oh. Yeah. There was hundreds. Russell Murphy is referring to the fish now belly up. Look at, imagine telling people, but the drinking water's fine. In Leslie right. Run, he and his wife noticed them Bro, last I night. I love how like all they're standing next to all these rivers, talking about how polluted they are, and like none of them are wearing any kind of protective gear. No, or I don't care. no. <laughs> By the way, again, I've been reiterating this on every show I do. Look, I know we goof on all the mass faggots and all this stuff. It's, now's a good time to maybe throw one of them on if you're going to be over there. Yeah, so, you know, they, yeah. it works for this kind of stuff. On account of the poison air. Yeah. Night. Barely 48 hours after the fiery derailment, five miles away. This is huge, huge environmental effects. That's now one of many concerns the EPA now faces. Uh, I'm sorry, but the Department of Transportation is a little bit more worried about racist roads. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and diversity quotas for construction jobs. Right. Um, so and butt sex. But, well, that's sex just, in using his anus. That's the guy that runs it. As a sex organ. The guy who runs it, sure, yes. That's, that's Oh, and you're telling me that the uh, top dog at any agency isn't going to have his own little influence over the place? Oh, I'm sure he has a lot of influence over a lot of things. Uh, for example, uh, here you go, Mersh. It's, uh, it's just to go with what you're saying. Hold on. Put it over here. There you go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, that's his problem. He doesn't know that which train we're talking about. No, no. He's this guy. He's making everybody at that department gay. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is if I work at a company and then this fuck comes in and becomes CEO, I'm not going to be surprised when the cafeteria starts serving Cuban bread. You know, I'll probably be pleasantly surprised, so if anything. But I'll go, oh, well, we got a new Cuban CEO. The fucking bread in this cafeteria got mm -hmm. better. I'll take it. But the in this case, the bread is gay set. Hardcore. <laughs> Gay sex. They also use lard, though, like Cuban bread. No, 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 no. It's not for what you think. It's not for what you think. It's to loop up their puckering assholes. Okay. It was what he thought. It was what he thought. Good. Hey, Frozen, if you're listening, look up looped up puckering asshole. Thank you. That so stupid. The fish, yes, there was a... Someone's a, a Marlon Brando fan. <laughs> that was butter, you whore. To those. However... No, the, that was just a line from the movie. Levels as we have seen it are protective to groundwater. We are aware there are some wells along that for residential wells. Environmental... We are aware. Okay, but the question was... Oh, yeah, we know. Look, we know. <laughs> Fuck. The question was whether you knew or there wasn't. Is it... Is it poisoned? Is the is, question. Is the liquid polyvinyl chloride that you blew up into the rivers in the air, is that going to kill the fish? Look, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know how any of this works. I don't know how any of this shit works. I'm fucking scared, all right? You don't want to drink a Melted Beatles album? <laughs> <laughs> Could we just get Tim Robinson to at least do the fucking press conferences? That'd be great. <laughs> some of you think I'm just some dumb hick. Clean up uh, did you know that when you guys actually decided to ignite and blow up the tankers instead of containing the spill, you might have actually destroyed the environment? Well, I don't know that. <laughs> you know what? You need bottled water, <laughs> except for the fact that it, it may, it, if you look at the rivers, it actually may poison some of the places that people make their water, bottled water. I swear to God, look it up. <laughs> Well, the CEO of that fucking Norfolk Suffolk fucking railroad company's coming out and going, like, look, we all want to know who did this, okay? <laughs> the, <laughs> the problem is it could be any one of us. The the Sony put out a press release saying, who's laughing now? <laughs> and my reply was, I'll drink the poison water. I'll take the No, uh, thank I'll, you. I'll, I'll take the crab juice. Yeah, the Sony, no, thank you. Pour the poison in my mouth. At and actually in that water today. So are these booms, which are used to catch and booms? stop. Okay, boomers. <laughs> anything that shouldn't be flowing here. Like, you know, poison. poison. Like chemical, toxic chemical poison. Hold on, Mersh. Hold on. <laughs> but Mersh, they're stopping it with that. That's going to fix it. That. What? You guys are fucking oh. retarded. It's okay. That stops poison. So, Royce, remind me, next time I get bitten by a venomous snake, remind me to just take a Sharpie and draw a line across my fucking arm. That'll stop it. Yeah, that's fine. That looks like if your toilet busted and your whole fucking bathroom was just it was shooting water like a water main and you <laughs> grabbed the toilet paper and started draping that it on the that. ground. Like just it's shooting water and you're just pouring a little Drano on it. See, hoping it'll, it'll fix it'll clean it. Up. Why don't we do that? Hear me out on this. Ohio, I'll fix your problems, right? Because I have to do this at my place sometimes, right? To keep the, you know, the water not getting gross. Uh, we get those green or those blue cubes, right? The ones you drop in the toilet tank. Yeah. And we drop mm -hmm. a bunch of those in the river. Okay, we do that. Or it won't fix the poison, but we turn it green like it's St. Patty's Day. Boom. What do you think? Well, if we use the green ones. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Birds it cleans it and it's green. And Boom. well, they're going to die, though. The fish are dead. The fish. Oh, they're, they're already, already dead. dead. They're already oh, they're dead. Already Where are they going? Dead. They're already dead. That's Where are they point. going? Yeah, they're gone. No, no. No. But everything else seems pretty cool. <laughs> Guys, cbdistillery.com. Uh, listen, there's rough times right now, as we just pointed out, okay? And the one thing that, I, that calms me down is uh, some of the THC bedtime stuff is great. I mean, I love it. It uh, does calm him down. He's such a calm guy all the time. You can always tell. What a great testimonial. CB Distillery makes Royce calm. Promo code ROTC. CBDistillery.com. Imagine how Royce would be without it. You're the reason I'm going to fake rehab. <laughs> um, it's on you. I want you to remember that. Yeah. Right? yeah he's going to fucking rehab, i.e. A, a cruise ship with a casino on it. I'm going to explain something to you. Buddy, the amount of people, and I said this off air, but the amount of people that do not listen to the show that just like follow me on Twitter that now actually think I'm a fucking alcoholic going to rehab because of what you started. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry that I got a bunch of nice people to pray for you. I don't, but I'm not. An, it's just <laughs> this is why it. This is why it's the perfect prank because if you call somebody an alcoholic, if they deny it, they go, "He's in denial." Man, it's okay, man. Just admit it. So there's no I've winning. It's quicksand. Think... it's quicksand. It's quicksand. Why do you think I've leaned into it my whole yeah. life? So people just drop the issue. Yeah. Fucking quicksand. People go, Mersh, you know, you drink a little bit too much. Yeah, no shit, fucking retard. 
Anyway, I don't drink. I enjoy the products of CB <coughs> Distillery. And if you use while promo, he's drinking. While, promo code ROTC, you're going to get 20% off, which is what percentage of Mercer's hand I want to cut off for fucking stepping all over this life read to make people C- think I'm an alcoholic. CB Distillery gummies make his failing liver feel better. I cannot wait until I'm going to get a text from one of my parents going like, are you going to rehab? It's going to happen, and it's going to be your fault. Uh, CPDistillery.com. Promo having, code ROTC. Imagine having living parents. Fucking cringe. Uh, wow, <laughs> during the live read. <laughs> CPDistillery.com. Imagine having living parents. Promo code ROTC. Nah, that, you said the part, and then I said the thing. It was fine. It was clean. Revenge of the... Yeah. Unlike the fucking water in Ohio. Revengeofthesist.locals.com. Sign up for just $5. Get every single Wednesday episode. It is there for you. Tomorrow's episode, for example, it's only for you, and it's lit as fuck. And every movie riff that we do, uh, we're going to watch Blown Away. Not to be confused with Blown Away this month, but all the old, old ones are up there. Five bucks a month or $50 for the whole year if you sign up for the whole year. Revenge of the Sis. Locals. Dot com. Uh, uh, coming, up, uh, coming up next here, we, uh, coming up next year we have... The guy who told Phil Murphy to go suck his fucking dick. I can't imagine he's the only person in history to have imagined it, but he's the guy that did it at the scariest, most tough time to do it. Yes, that's correct. Uh, Ian Smith will be on, and uh, we'll be right back. Don't forget, Black History Month. February is Black History Month, where we celebrate African Americans who have helped to make our nation the global beacon of strength and liberty it is through their significant cultural, economic, or political contributions. Each week, we at Revenge of the Sis will highlight one of these heroes in our Black History Spotlight segment. This week, we honor American businessman, international shipping magnate, and intelligence asset, Freeway Rick Ross. Born in Texas in 1960, Mr. Ross grew up in Los Angeles, California. After being turned down for a scholarship due to his illiteracy, Rick discovered his entrepreneurial spirit after high school when he began selling small amounts of cocaine. Eventually, he built up an empire that spanned from coast to coast, shipping massive amounts of cocaine across the country and at some points earning up to $3 million per day. Earning the nickname Freeway Rick, Ross made cocaine so widely available that crack cocaine became much easier to manufacture and led to the rapid rise in its use across America's inner cities. While lining his pockets, Freeway Rick also helped enrich the pockets of the American intelligence community, notably the CIA. His influence was felt as far as Latin America, where the proceeds of his cocaine empire helped to fund disastrous coup attempts throughout the continent during the Cold War. As part of our Black History Month Spotlight series, we at Revenge of the Sis salute you, Freeway Rick Ross. Your greed, contempt for books, and willingness to sell out your own people while lining your pockets makes you as American as apple pie and baseball. By teaming up in the Reagan era with the CIA to destroy millions of lives across two continents by weaponizing one of the most dangerous and addictive drugs in history, you have earned your place in the annals of black American history. Four pound, retarded, premature babies across this great nation salute you, and we at Revenge of the Sis hank you for your service.
Cartman, did you or did you not tell students at this school that Kyle runs Hollywood? I think I did say that, yes. And why would you say such an intolerant, offensive thing like that? Somebody runs Hollywood. Lots of people run Hollywood! Yes, lots of people like Cam. Mr. Cartman, you are on dangerous frickin' ground here, buddy. I'm sorry, why is it so offensive to say who runs Hollywood? People like Hollywood. Hollywood's cute. The Jews should be honored to be in charge of it. Hey! I'm telling you right now, Eric, the next time anyone says anything about Kyle running Hollywood, that person is gonna have two months' detention. Two months? Jesus, Mary, mother full of grace. You guys really take this seriously? Second hour ROTC Tuesday show. Thank you for staying with us, guys. We appreciate it. Watch the new South Park episode if he hasn't. Fantastic. Magnifique. Uh, we we have a guest. We have a guest joining us. Um, the guy who, who told his governor to go fuck himself. <laughs> Ian Smith. What's going on, man? Thanks for being on. That's a hell of an introduction. I like that intro. Uh, how are you guys? Doing good, man. Doing good. Man. Doing good. How you doing? Good. Couldn't be better. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I'm so you own a gym, right? Yeah. I expected him to be more muscular. Oh, you're you know, I expected him to be. I don't know. I, you are a fucking. <laughs> you're a machine, dude. You're a goddamn animal. It was, it was funny. I came back from from my very healthy cigarette and uh, <laughs> my pre workout, and uh, I came up and he was on the screen, but we're still off the air. And Royce is like, "Oh, he's on the screen." And we were both like, "Oh," and he's like. Jesus fucking Christ! Look at that fucking guy. I'm like, yeah, man. Holy shit. <laughs> so I, I, I gotta got, at least look the part. Man. Fucking animal, dude. So yeah, we were following you very early. Yeah, on, we were um, covering this like when this was poof. happening. Uh, so can you give? Uh, I mean, you know, it's, our fans kind of know, but give a little background. Maybe that's how this kind of started. Because I mean, we know your story, obviously. Yeah, yeah man. Um, well, the short version, you know, uh, my business partner and I. We're two regular guys. You know, this is... He's uh, two regular this, this, Joes. <laughs> we were. I mean, we were two guys. He owned a nutrition store before me. I was mm. a personal trainer, a strength coach. And, you know, we got together and we said uh, we should probably open a gym. And we did. Uh, we bought this dumpster fire of a gym that was like six months behind on its rent. But we had the vision. So, you know, we... Uh, we the Apollo Creed gym? Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the one where Rocky goes to train with Apollo Creed. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was in bad. It was like six months behind on all its rent. It was like it was in bad condition, and we we turned it around overnight because we you know we we put everything into it. And nine months later, you know they they tell us to come shut our doors, and it's like, what? Like what do you what do you mean? You know what I mean? Like we just we just dedicated a year of our life to making this happen, and you're just gonna say you know what? Oh, just shut it for 14 days. But you know we didn't. Unfortunately, at the time, we didn't know enough to confidently say, fuck you. you right. Know, we were thinking that, you know, but at the end of the day, no, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody. And it was like they were showing us videos of the Chinese people dropping dead in the streets. And, and you know, it was it was the hysteria of the time. So we shut our doors, but um, very clearly, you know, common sense kicked in. Um, COVID didn't make sense no matter which way you cut it, whether it was the political shit or whether that they were you know the the health stuff that they were suppressing so you know we paid attention to that if you're going to come into our lives and you're going to say you know shut it down then i want to know who you are and i want to know what i'm so afraid of and it was like all right so we're going to pay attention to the politicians and we're going to pay attention to the science 
just neither added up. You know, politicians, it was poli- politics as usual. They were pumping the, the, uh, the ball back and forth. And, you know, they said there'd be help and there was no help. And then, bam, all of a sudden they spend $2.3 trillion on the 11th day of the shutdown, you know, giving people money. Everybody knows the story. Yeah. It didn't make sense. So, uh, you know, Frank said, Frank's my, my partner, and he said, uh, you know, they're not going to open us. And I said, that, you know, I don't think so either. Because there was no plan to reopen. Nobody was even talking about reopening on day 11. So he said, well, he's like, we're going to have to open the gym. And and for us, it was a simple choice, man. Like We were watching businesses go out of business in the first couple of weeks. You know? mm-hmm. And you're not going to take that from me. You know, It's just yeah, – I don't think people at the time, a lot of those business owners who didn't open, I don't think they realized the gravity of the situation. Like They were just trying to bury their heads in the sands. You know, and hope to come out on the other side of it. And it's like, man, we're not going to come out on the other side of it. There's three gyms in a, in a five-mile radius that have already closed their doors yeah. after the first couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Because it's not cheap to run a business. Well, um, well, and, and the other thing to add to that is, is also it's, it's the same thing that happened during COVID with every small business. It's like the only people that could afford to do that out is like Planet Fitness could afford to it because they're a mega conglomerate. Walmart could afford not to close. <clears throat> Amazon didn't have to close. So they, 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 they were fine. They got special exemptions. And then when we, you know, like all oh, the employment rates back up, when you come back, it's a bunch of fucking Planet Fitnesses, Walmarts and everyone. Yep. That's all you have. And then you, you well, effectively that was, crush that. That was the beautiful thing that they did is they kneecapped small business mm-hmm. and they opened up the field for all the big corporations to gobble up all that business because mm-hmm. people didn't stop spending money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in any industry you look at, right? So look at the, the health club industry, the gym industry, they shut down all these small gyms, these big gyms could make it. And then who else comes into the picture? Big companies like Peloton mm-hmm. and all these, you know, all these companies that sell like at home technology and stuff. And it was a free pass for these guys to walk into the industry. Like, that shit wouldn't have even sold on the market in 2019. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, yeah. it's, it's true. And everybody knows home gym stuff fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a gimmick. Yeah. It, know, it's it's just, it's it's the evolution of uh, what's the thing Chuck Norris used to sell. Oh, you know? Body by Chuck. Remember that thing? <laughs> or what was the other one? The gazelle, the guy with the ponytail that you saw that gazelle yeah, thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. And, and fucked everything. And then the other problem is. Well, it was the single biggest transfer of wealth in history, dollar oh, yeah. for dollar. It was it like. Was, it was, it was so disgusting obvious. how much money shifted out of everybody's hands. And it just went right to Jeff Bezos, went right to Bill Gates, went right to the Pfizer, Moderna execs. It was disgustingly flagrant and yeah, I now yeah. I didn't even realize when you opened up your gym like because you know obviously we like many people in the country were introduced to you from people sharing your story and sharing your video yeah, so we kind of just plugged into your story a little like you know late we didn't know the background I didn't know you only had the gym for like nine months like nine that's, months, that's even more fucked up to me because it's like that's oh sucks. what does this guy own a chain of gyms well you know tighten your waistband <laughs> you know we gotta tight, you know flatten the curve it's like no we literally just got this place operating <laughs> and got the yeah. back rent paid and it's like well too bad like that's fucked. so so that so then so then you then you then then you started getting the the legal threats right um, and and one of my favorite things that I re- you didn't did you you took the door off the hinges right that was funny yeah I saw awesome. that was funny <laughs> I always say long story short but the, no man you know, listen we got an hour is, mm-hmm. so you know we 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 said all right we're gonna open you know we're gonna, we're gonna open the gym um, like come hell or high water we're gonna open but we're gonna open in a way that 
we we can take all the shots that we're ready for anything that we're not looking stupid. So we spent the next six weeks creating this like over the top safety protocol that was so far above and beyond what anybody was even having to do that was open that it would be ludicrous if you came to our business and shut us down. We had spray bottles in the hand of every person who was going to walk in the door. Uh, we distanced every single piece of equipment in the gym six feet apart from the next one. Mm. There was markings on the fucking floor um, that were you know the open space so people knew where to stand. There was capacity restrictions. We were taking people's temperatures. And then we said, all right, well, you know, I, I went on my Instagram at the time. It was a, you know, I don't know, there's a couple thousand followers on it. It was a fitness Instagram. And, you know, I said, hey, guys, you know, um, we're going to open our gym come next Monday. You know, here's why. And uh, the video went viral, you know, and Tucker Carlson called. And then that was the can of gas and the fire. And we started getting legal threats already like the week before, you know, once I went on the Tucker Carlson show. And, um, the police weren't supposed to let us in the door. So the series of events goes, we locked ourselves in the gym on Sunday night, locked ourselves in, chained the doors, board, um, closed up the windows so you couldn't see and opened on Monday. Police were in the parking lot. It started off with citations on day one. Then they, uh, they started getting our members day two, day three, they were pulling people over. They were arresting people. Um, there's one guy who got arrested, excuse me, a couple who got threatened to arrest a bunch of citations, we got a health department shut down, um, and then we just kept going. Friday of the first week, they came and they physically locked our doors in the middle of the night. So they came with the locksmith and the sheriff, and they changed the locks on our doors. And then we said, "All right, you know what? Let's take it to court." We made our stand. You know, we made our point. Let's let's fight it out in court because you know what you think of the American system is that we have the three branches to, to you know to balance each other out. This was obviously the executive branch running wild. So let's hand it over to the courts and let's see what they do. Very clearly they weren't going to do anything. So we picked the locks and we went back inside and nice. opened back up. Good. Um, yeah. You know, it was good. No, but we, that's, that, that's, well, you're, that's um, good. I you, mean, you were, we tried to be nice every step of the way. It's the, it's the road. It's the road. It's the road. It's the roadhouse method. I, it's, if you've ever watched the movie roadhouse when Patrick Swayze gives that speech, when he's like, be nice, be nice until it's time not to be nice. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you could, you could, you could try as much as you want, but at the end of the day, it's your livelihood. And, and that's why that that's like that. First off, I'm glad you brought up the Tucker Carlson thing because it felt petty because Tucker Carlson Right before that happened, he was talking shit about, like, as he should have, about the governor. And then as soon as you went on, he was like, I'm going to destroy <laughs> fucking anybody who talks mm -hmm. about me. Because he couldn't go after Tucker because he doesn't live in New, in New Jersey, right? Yeah. So he no, was like, no, I'm no. going after anybody. Fuck. He, he really wants to be. He's a nerd. That's the problem with it. All these fucking nerds are the ones should be shoved in oh, lockers yeah. are the ones that they get. As, we saw COVID show what these fucking nerds did, too. Mm -hmm. They got any power and all they wanted to say was like, you could have your booze, but you can't go to the fucking gym and you can't do that. We live in Florida, so we were kind so we, of immune. we had both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I'm in Florida. I'll have both and I'll take a side order of guns. Yes. Please. Thank you. <laughs> I'll have a side of guns, please. <laughs> and that's the problem, too. You live in Jersey, which, I mean, we talk on this show a lot about how corrupt Chicago is, how corrupt New York, how corrupt California is. I, and having, I, you know, I'm from New York originally and I grew up like in New York. I don't think New uh, Jersey ever gets enough credit for being as corrupt as they are because I grew it's so up, close man. to New York. Well, I grew up like in the days of like John Corzine and, and like yeah. Chris Christie and like like these guys Dude, that went back to like real like Sopranos era Jersey. So <laughs> I can see yeah. why you have such fucked up laws, and they're like, well, no, we'll just 
beat you in the stomach with fucking you know clubs until you comply. No, no, no. And you're like, all right, phone books because they don't leave spruces. Phone books. No, you're you're a veteran, right? Like, were you in the Marines or I think Royce told me? No, I wasn't. You weren't a Marine. Oh, okay. Business partner was in prison instead of the service. Oh, okay. Well, that's just well, that's that's just the stuff though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, no, it's uh, there, there's a lot of similarities between them. That's why I say that. You it, know, it takes uh, it takes it, the same mentality to fucking just fl- fly out into the desert and just a <laughs> shitty little fucking Humvee and shoot at, like blindly into a sandstorm as it does to flood your cell and take on three COs. Right? I mean. <laughs> It's the same fucking go same mode. Shitty, same shitty food. Yeah, you know, you're, you're sleeping you, with a bunch of fucking dudes in a bunk room. That's what you were doing fucking, with your gym during COVID. He was doing the equivalent of, well, I'll take all my clothes and put them in the toilet, and then I'll just flush the toilet 10,000 times. And now three, well, you have to fight me. Well, honestly, so but pr- prison, prison, might be, prison might be more honorable because at least you're not fighting for the globalists in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would have been, and I, I respect anybody who served, mm. but I, I wanted to serve, and unfortunately, mm. I, you know, I, I wound up in prison instead. But I, I think about that all the time, and I think about that. I'm actually glad that I did, mm. you know, because it's it's such an honorable thing to serve your country. But in the capacity that our U.S. military is used today, you know, that's why these guys come home with su- like with with such heavy hearts because it's not. You know, you're you're not fighting for a good cause. You know, you're fighting at you know at the, uh, you know, for the will of of you know some rich bankers. Um, and and that's that you know, and that it. and we say that too because we have actually we have a lot of Merch between Merch and I have a lot of friends that served and they say the same thing. They're like, I'm fucking bummed. And they're like, you know, a lot of people are like, you, you, they the after 9-11 is really when everyone got patriotic and rightfully so. Obviously, everyone got patriotic. But then after a while, you're like, okay, but like. Are we about to go to war with you, like in Russia? Like I don't know, like who? How does that help people? And then you're like, so you're sending people to die, nineteen year olds to fucking die, for things that don't matter. And it's like, okay, now or not? Well, to them it matters, like you said, bankers and their shit, right? I mean, the only people yeah. that ever make fucking money anyway are the are the um, though any anybody in the military industrial complex now. You know, Raytheon always makes money. Raytheon did you see, never did you suffers. See the, uh, did you see the Pat Tillman commercial during fucking no, the Super Bowl? No. There was a fucking there was a military commercial, and then they were like, "And Pat Tillman, who died in the line of duty," and everyone was tweeting like, "Yo, but how though?" <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, uh, some would say, you know, maybe may maybe got murdered because he was going to do that interview with Chomsky. Yeah. But whatever, he was going to do that interview too. Man, fuck, they fucked Tillman over so hard. But yeah, so it's it, it does suck, like you said. I do know a lot of guys that, like, even in our audience that tell us, like, yeah, I served and I was proud. And, like, you just see what's going on now, and it's like, ah. A lot of guys come home jaded or they, I mean, they come home black-pilled or, like, at least red-pilled because they've, they've seen or they've had to do things. And it's like, man, I thought I was over here fighting for my country. This doesn't really feel like fighting for freedom as much as it feels like. But don't but don't worry about it. Mark Milley now is going to give give us all critical race theory. That's what everybody wants, right? You know what they what what, what see, military people. Even though all what they tell me every time I speak to them, like we want dry socks. That's what they always say. Send me dry socks, please. But in, actually, instead, what they're going to get is a bunch of critical race theory books. To, 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 to me, the, the U.S. the U.S. government really doesn't represent our interests anymore, and I think that's where the divide comes from. And it's like to me, the U.S. government feels a lot like the Jets front office, right? <laughs> like every time, like if, there, if you go online, right? You go on YouTube. That's very funny. Go on YouTube, Google, 
Jets draft crowd reactions, yeah. right? Montage. That's right. And funny. like, there's like 20 years in a row where they're like, there's like fucking a, a Super Hall, like future Hall of Fame quarterback first pick, and they're like, the Jets draft defensive tackle, what? you know, like Dontarius Jackson. <laughs> Boo! And it's like, it gets to a point where the boos get so loud, but you just keep doing the same shit, and you're like, Okay, the difference is we're paying you trillions of dollars. Remember when Belichick yeah. quit after one day <laughs> and he wrote it on a piece of paper? It's just every year it's the funny, boo, and it shakes the building. And then yeah. it's like nobody gets fired ever. So it's just the same guys every year get to run it again. So yeah, that's kind of, that's a pretty good metaphor actually. Because yeah. that's, I mean, that's, that's the United States government. Right now, it's, it's so know, bad, dude. No matter no matter how upset people get, yeah. like they just they go full speed ahead. Oh, right how, into the next thing. How many? They'll answer questions yeah. and walk away. You get thirty million tweets tagging you, going, "Pick this guy <laughs> in the first round," and then they're like, "We do what we want anyway." And you're like, "You motherfuckers!" And it's like, but it, the, the difference is the Jets aren't taking trillions of dollars from me or asking me to die for them. That's a very good point, you know. Yeah. Um, just make me buy a jersey of a guy who's not even going to no, be there only, next year. Only the Bills do that. <laughs> That's Hamlin. I still have a Plaxico Burst jersey. What am I supposed to do with that, I ask? That? Wait till he kills somebody and then sell it. That's my guess. Self. <laughs> Sorry. Look, we're not as we're not as highbrow as Tucker. We're a bunch of retards. That's uh, uh, I've, I've done them all. <laughs> so um, going back, going back to what we were talking about earlier. So they started with the fines first, right? They started fining you. Was that their first... Yeah, I mean the citations were first, and then mm. um, and weren't know, they, they like the daily? Because weren't they compounding? I remember seeing a video yeah. of you, and you were like, so "Yeah, we're up to like they, 180 grand." At one point, I was they, like, "Jesus!" No, it gets worse. Than that. Yeah, okay. So they they figured out like they weren't going to stop us. So they, you know, they the and th all those citations are meaningless. It's a violation of an executive order. It's like this archaic statue. There's there's not even any like punishment attached to it. It's like a misdemeanor, you know. So. They gave us like 80 of them too. We had like a stack. So eventually they brought this judge in and the judge brought a court order against us and then said, you know, I'm a judge. I mandate you to shut down. And we said, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but then because you violated a court order, now they can attach like a tangible punishment to it. Mm -hmm. um, so they said the punishment was a $15,497.76 per day fine for every day that we were open. Um, I mean, and then he came out the and, and then he came out and said, guys, we're going to have to close on Sundays. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to be reasonable here. <laughs> All right. Six days a week. I'm working with you. <laughs> yeah. So we, we were taking $15,000 fines per day. Mm. They, uh, they started to hit our bank account. We walked in the one day, there was like $200,000 from fundraising in there and it's all going to lawyer fees anyway. It's don and that's donations because we didn't charge anybody through any of this. You had did, did, did they let you have a GoFundMe or did you use Give and Go? We our, our GoFundMe got attacked. That's but what I was wondering. Get okay. It didn't get taken down. They froze the money and then they let it stay. And by the time you know it, there was even time to to do anything, we had already gotten a, a pretty sizable amount of money. And the the rest of the money we got because we weren't charging memberships, we were selling T-shirts. Right. So we were, we were selling T-shirts and. People bought them in, in the most insane ways. I mean, we had the same shirt, 40 different colors, and people had every single one of them. And that was the way people were paying memberships, whatever. So they took $200,000 from our bank account, walked in one morning, checked the bank account, $0. Actually, it was negative 6000 because we had just Whoa. written a check. 
So they just they they yanked it right out in the middle of long because we had sued them, you know. And this is there's legal shit. Going of course, of course. Um, so we were in the middle of ongoing litigation, appealing these fines, and they just snatched two hundred thousand dollars. They hit us with subpoenas for our personal finances. They came after they they took all the money in my PayPal. They took all the money in my Venmo, all the money in my Cash App, um, all the money in my Jesus Apple Cash. Christ, that's so um, fucked, man. How the government can like. They can fight you well, on two fronts, but you can't fight them you on can't two fight, fronts. Yeah. You can fight them in court, but then while you're spending all this money in court, they're like, oh, I can also freeze all your shit. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, dude, and fine. Yeah, and, there, and there's no and there's no recourse. So but what's crazy, and it's it's a cool part of the story, but it, it, it highlights like why it worked. You know what I mean? Like you you said it in the beginning, you said, you know, we were introduced to your story, you know, through somebody sharing it. And if it was just, you know, if the story hadn't gone national, we wouldn't have been able to, to do it because we wouldn't have had the resources. So they hit us with that shit. They, they took $200,000. I got right in front of my phone like I did every day. You know, my Instagram had become like our emergency broadcast system um, because people would just share it. I mean, anything I would put out, hey, guys, this is Ian Attilis. This is the update. Fucking 10,000 reshares in, in, in 15, 20 minutes. It was like crazy. So. I said, hey, uh, here's the update from Attilus. They just took, you know, $176,000 from our bank account. Um, you know, we don't know what we're going to do, but f- fucking gym's still open. See you guys here. And uh, by the end of that week, people had purchased $100,000 in T-shirts. Damn. Just- Jesus. That's good. That That is a nice white pill, though, right? Like, at least knowing that. that, is, that no, it, it is. It, you know? It's like, you know, that's that shows like if people can get their act together behind something mm-hmm. and it's and it doesn't get hijacked and it's not bullshit and it's not fucking a psyop or whatever the fuck, you know, mm-hmm. comes down the pike. People can be very powerful when they're, you know, when they're marching together. But, there's a uh, lot of money in spite and there's a lot of power in spite. That's true. 100%. Like it, it's, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff, you know, look when the Vax thing came out, right? Me and Royce, we were always of that school of thought of like, yeah, we don't go out that much as much as we used to anyway. We're mostly doing the shows. <laughs> you know, you're at the shows or you're at the gym. And we'll just, you know what? I'll yeah, wait. Right. I just won't wait. Yeah. I'm not saying, oh, God, they're trying to put nanobots in my fucking brainstem. But it was like, let's just, you know. Let's see what comes Let's out. see what the first let's round just, assholes. Let's yeah. see what those gerbils, yeah. see if their brains don't explode. And then by the time we would even have imagined considering it, they started getting so fucking pushy and yeah. crazy about it. I said, fuck you, it's, no. It's a spite. And then we went, no, 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 yeah. no. Now just no, yeah. fuck you, because yeah. you're, I, no, I'm out of spite, no. If you're telling now me. Now I'm anti-vax. Yeah. yeah. Now, now I'm an anti-vaxxer. If, now the, fuck if you. the cops came in here right now, like, I don't want a steak right now. If the cops walked yeah. in here and said, you are not permitted to have a steak for the next 24 I hours. I want a steak. The only <laughs> thing I want is a fucking steak. Don't tell me what to do. And I think that that's, there's some, I don't know, that is yeah. the white pill is that there's a significant portion of uh, people that I've seen out Rebellious. there that are still like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Like most of Florida was just like, nah. even during the two <laughs> nah. weeks of lockdown, Bars were open. Yeah, people we, were going we, out. Even the, Everyone when we were locked down, we were never it. really locked down. <laughs> like certain counties were like, not shutting down and the sheriffs are like we're not enforcing that do whatever the fuck yes. you want we don't care people were walking around maskless pulling their gun out and putting it on the table it's true. at a diner it's and true. Like, what's up boys How what's you up hey it's going on <laughs> <laughs> but it's but but it's you're right the spite thing is is a great way and you said it you know where it's like you know what i used to be reasonable now no vaxes how's that sound i don't care if i get polio leave me that's, alone that's that's everything that i am today is a result of like the past three years where right. it's like 
you know, a lot of people don't like me. Oh, you're an asshole. Why do you curse all the time? Man, I try to be reasonable with these motherfuckers. Fuck them now. You know yeah. what I mean? Fuck them all. And I, you know, at one point I was, I, I would try to be reasonable even with like, with your standard Republicans. You know what I mean? Right. Cause I'm like, Oh, we're kind of friends. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not really one of you, but you know, we're moving kind of in the same general direction. Like I, a lot of those people I can't even associate with anymore. Mm. And I can't even tolerate because you know, it's just, uh, you get really tired of that kind of bullshit. Um, and there's a lot of that in, uh, what was the, the COVID movement that has now morphed into like this, uh, this like new conservative bubble on, uh, or sphere on, on social media. And it's like, it's, um, just incredibly annoying. And now I'm just like, you know, it's now I, I truly see the problem is we have two shitty options. I love that you guys had South park at the beginning. Um, one of my favorite shows, one of my favorite episodes is, is the douchebag and the turd sandwich. You know, like I don't, I don't think there's a better example for American politics than that episode. Well, we say it all the time. <laughs> we, we, we talk about the Uniparty all the time. We're done with all these fucking people because none of these people, it's the same thing we talk about Trump. It's like, what Trump do? Tr- Trump warp speeds his vaccine. He didn't fucking do anything about it either. None of these people care. And, and that's the truth. And look, I'm not saying politicians should care, but at least politicians used to at least try to get their vote. But now, like, voting is basically meaningless, you know? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell's going to win no matter what the fuck happens. And, and you the, know? And the trust and le- the trust level right now, confidence level in anyone related to the government is so low that now it's 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 so easy for that's why they'll rally around someone like Ian because they, it's literally the, you hear the story and then it's like America, you have a choice right now: guy with the cool beard you didn't know existed till an hour ago, <laughs> or the government that had a pedophile island. Like, <laughs> that's a good who do you want to buy a T-shirt from? Yo, and you go, you know what? Yeah. I, let me scoop up. Look, I got a niece. You know what I mean? And she goes to the gym. Let me get two of them shirts. Yeah. It's like it's pretty. They're making the choice a little too easy at this point. To ch- and I like it, like people are starting to check out, but unfortunately, I just these two parties are always. It's always going to be. They're always going to flip a little bit back and forth and a little bit back and forth and just keep each other going. And I don't know. But at the end of the day, all these fucking same clowns on the, on the right were saying, like, you should still get vaccinated. And stupid Ben Shapiro Dude. having to fake apologize. Fuck all these people. You know, honestly, fuck them. That's, they don't care. And I, I witnessed that in my in my rise in that like in that arena, you know, mm-hmm. through COVID pushed me into that like conservative hero arena for a while. Right. And then they realized, like, I stopped getting invited to Turning Point events and stuff like that because I was like, you know, first of all, I wasn't, I was the only asshole not like walking around in a fucking blazer. Um, Join the club, bud. Yeah. We don't get invited to any of that stuff anymore either. We actively you know, like, get, we actively get pushed out. Killing people there. Um, yeah. No, but. Yeah, I love even, going to those things and going, <laughs> I don't like none of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I show up, I'm like, oh, I don't like, I really don't like you people. <laughs> you fucking but losers. Even with running for politics, you know, I ran, I ran for Congress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, I really thought, like, all right, there's enough of a GOP base of people who are not retarded. Right. You know what I mean? Like, just who understand that. You know, the GOP as it exists, you know, might represent some of their values, but really doesn't give a fuck about them. And these are people who kind of, I don't know, they were the the same people who resisted COVID, you know, the early adopters. Right. So, you know, I, and, and I run and the GOP is as bad, if not worse than the DNC, because these people are the, they're professional losers at this point. Yeah. They, they always come up short. It's like. 
you know, they always fight, but it's like, man, not enough votes to stop the bill or, you know, like not enough votes to, to get, you know, elected. You know, that's, that's the GOP in New Jersey is, mm-hmm. man, we put up a good fight. We'll get them next year. We'll get them next year. And now, and you listen to like the GOP's messaging now about like voter integrity. They're like, we're just going to ballot vote harder or ballot harvest harder. Yeah. And it's like, that's your strategy. I know what you're going to do with that. You're going to lose again and say next year, just like you've been saying every time. And you, you guys are fine with the way it's going. You know, the, the GOP talking points, you know, they wanted me cause it was, you know, I'm sitting down in the primary and they already had their guy, but you know, they're like, all right, well, you know, if you want the GOP support, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, and it was like, you know, we have to get behind Ukraine. And I was like, mm, <laughs> no, like, oh, and, yeah. and I got Fuck booed. That. I got booed at an event for that. Like I, that's awesome. You know, and I, it, cause this was, I mean, the event was hilarious. I, you know, we get up there with, and it's me, it's the, uh, you know, the, the vanilla sandwich or the vanilla wonder bread here. And, and you know, and the other generic, you know, Republican white guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, they give us this introduction. It's like a County event. Um, and, and it's the, you know, start of the primary season. And they have this woman come up from Ukraine and it's like the beginning of like, Oh my God, Russia's invading. Like when, when, you know, when 99% of the people will buy it. Um, and I was like, mm, no, you know, so she gets up and she does this whole thing and she talks about it and they put up a Ukrainian flag behind us. Oh. Uh, and we all give our speeches. And in my speech, I said, you know, I said, I don't know about anybody else in here. I said, but I only like an American flag on my wall behind me. Yes. Um, and I got booed and, and I was like, listen, I said, you can, you guys can all, you can, guys can all boo me for that. I said, but you know, your country has been put last. Your neighborhoods have been put last. Your families have been put last because of policies like this. And I was like, everybody wants to save the world. I said, but look at our neighborhoods. And they all looked at me like idiots because they knew I was right. Well, know, of course, but, and and that's and that's it's, it's that blind. You, there's certain things that are uniparty mentality. Uniparty mentality. It's like uh-huh. the, the Ukraine thing's another one. When you talk about ops, it's like really. So we all of us, we just all agree. We're all in agreement. Yeah. We're all on the same side. Of us yeah. Right away. Yep. Well, and we it's can't, we and can't an, get we can't get abortion right, or we can't yeah. get anything. We can't get those hot button issues right. No. There's, there's five or ten hot button issues, but when it comes to fucking war, we're there. You know what I mean? Like. 95% Russia bad, let's do it, no matter what the consequences are. No, yeah, I mean, well, it's also sleight of hand because, like, even the Republicans now, this is how you know it's all one big party. They they 100% agree on Ukraine, rubber stamp that shit, whatever, whatever it takes, blah, 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 Slava, Ukraine, all that shit. Uh, but then the Republicans are going to write this narrative about how rebellious they were now that they have the House. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's like, so they're doing the whole... Dude, we're trying to abolish the IRS and income tax altogether and just have a national sales tax. We're so based. And Dave Smith brought it up. He's like, okay, but when you had the yes, House and the Senate yep. and you and the White House, you were pushing Space yeah. Force. And now, <laughs> now point. all of a like sudden, that. now that we yeah. know it's going to get defeated, we're like, bro, I went in there and I fought hard for that fucking tax mm-hmm. bill, bro. I wanted to get That's rid it. of every That's one the, of those. And the, it's like, you know you didn't. They are, no, the professional didn't. Losers. You piece they of are shit. the professional losers. Yeah, so. And that's that that tweet by her, I think Dave Smith tweeted it or whatever yeah, that it was. was that like he's so that's great. a perfect fucking example of it though, because they will and they'll sell that. And then guess what? When they lose control, they'll campaign that they fought on it. Yes. They'll they'll, t- they'll take more money from mm-hmm. you because as soon as they lose, their messaging for fundraising starts right back over. Of course. And it's just it's just pulling more money, pulling more money. 
and they know the Republican Party, that bleeds the middle class. That doesn't have big fucking corporate donors. That's that a, bleeds yep. the middle class while they they make you pay for the war that they're fighting against a friend. And they're just, you know, and the friend is, you know, that's, cor- that's corporate money. That's, and, yeah, you know, the, the Democrats have money for days and days and days and days and days. But the Republican money, the people that sell hope to all these Americans, and these are all good Americans. They might not be, you know, all there, but they're, they're good-hearted people. And they're just donating their money away. At least Vince McMahon just charges a hundred bucks a ticket. Yeah, you know what I mean. (laughs) And then I can go in and I can watch people fake fight, and I know everybody's kind (laughs) of in on it. Buy a T-shirt, get a chili dog, drink a beer, go home, and go. Hey, you know what? Twenty bucks for parking. It wasn't bad. I feel less raped than I do by my government. Yeah, it's a really good point. It's true, and 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 that, and that's and that's you're, you're right, and that's and that's basically where we are. It's like the Ukraine thing. I'm so I mean, I'm doing you that Ukraine thing's awesome. I'm glad you don't go fuck themselves. That's the same thing. It's like going back to that. Like Ukraine, literally, they 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 some people go like, oh, they installed the bad faith actor. They literally installed the guy who was an actor, and and now we're like, <laughs> okay. Listen, I, I, I my, my point is, it's like a I, bad actor, a bad actor. <laughs> I don't, I know. I am not on cocaine. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Sure, you're not. Sniffles. <laughs> Look, I don't give a fuck if you do cocaine. Cocaine's fun sometimes. Yeah, I just, I just However, know what it looks like also. Yeah. 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 Fucking President Bathroom Break over yeah, here. President Bathroom yeah. Break. I mean, it looks like he needs like a club soda. He's got some <laughs> wicked drip going. <laughs> well, oh man. Yeah. Uh, why, why do you have a glass tabletop in your war room? <laughs> <laughs> I could just get you the Mach Three razors. Why do you want individual ones? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's and it's it, it's you know it's it's shit like that, man. It's they they tell you this, and then you look. We just saw Nikki Haley's going to run. World Economic Forum, Nikki Haley. Woo, yay, woo, wonderful. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. All, all of these people, all of these people. It's the same thing when it comes. They're to all the- World Economic Forum, Henry Kissinger, like old school, like just it's just it's yeah. It, it 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 is like that, and you know it's it, we always tell people like. The best thing you can do is your local government, bro. Get, get local government people that are going to do shit yeah. because that's all you yeah. can do because that affects yeah. your life. And you, of course, you know, that affects your life more than yeah. the federal, any federal policy does because they're the ones that are going to come and, you know, arrest you. They're the ones that are going to fucking change the locks on your buildings. They're the ones at the end of the day that when push comes to shove might come and take your fucking guns, you know, and, yeah. and, and that's, you know. If there's one thing, well, I learned that halfway through, you know, I, when I ran for Congress, I'm like, you know, you know, my, my line of thought was like, all right, like, I'm just tired of reacting to government. So like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get in there and at mm-hmm. least shake shit up. Um, you know, and I get in and I'm like, wait a second, you know, even if I do get elected, like, I'm just going to be like one of 400 plus just idiots. Like, yep. what, what am I going to do? Throw my votes at like. You know, again, like one of my favorite, you know, one of the only politicians I ever liked, Ron Paul. Yes, Ron Paul, got, 2012, baby. We're 20. Got, we're Ron Paul, 2012. Yeah, I, I go, I go way, way, oh, way back. End, that was my first day, big heartbreak. Yeah. That was my first oh, yeah. big heartbreak in life where you went, oh, it's all rigged. Like I always mm-hmm. knew it was rigged, yeah. but it was like, oh, it's all just fucking yeah, no, super there's, rigged. There's not okay. a chance. But <laughs> you know, a guy like Ron Paul, you know, he he fought his his you know his best, and he he was awesome. But what changed? He wasn't able to stop any of this, you know, so I was thinking, I'm like, man, I really should have ran for local government because I see the power in it. Like, yo, if you can get a couple people on your school board, you can pump the brakes on the crazy with your kids in your town. You know, if you can get a couple people on your town council, if you can get somebody elected as a sheriff, 
um, and somebody who has the balls to say no when it's when it's not the easy thing to do, you know, somebody who's going to say I'm not going to enforce those gun laws. That's that's the only thing that you should be focused on. Like I'm I'm convinced at this point that there's there's no putting the brakes on the federal government no. at all. No, you know, they're gonna not. they're gonna do whatever they want to do. Not it's not gonna stop. The only way that you can stop it is you have to build some sort of foundation at the local levels first. People have to get control of their neighborhoods, their towns, you know, and and pay attention there, stand their ground there. And well, if enough places do that in this country, you'll see you'll see a shift. I, I agree with that. I would also add to that though, like even if people aren't you know, there's plenty of people out there that don't have what it takes don't have maybe not the charisma or they don't have the connection or they just don't have what it takes to get involved like locally as far as being a candidate i think uh you know we've seen with like alex stein and some of those Mm -hmm. guys even if you're not going to do a comedy bit but just going and speaking at these things like it's one thing to have a guy like you run it would be a whole lot better if a guy like you runs you're going to town like city you know hall meetings or whatever or town council meetings and like other people are there to reinforce and kind of go, yeah, yeah, true. this guy's fucking right, dude. Like, you know what I mean? <clears throat> when you go up solo and you're like, I'm going to stand up and speak. I think a lot of people do that. It's, I think more people need to treat it like when people used to do like open mic bringer shows and comedy. It's like, <laughs> yo, can you bring like four or five friends to just like, I got to fill out the audience and get some people cheering. Well, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's going it to help me out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's people have this, this capacity to complain about everything, but you know, you have a certain duty. Like if, if you really want this whole thing to work, right? If you really believe in, you know, uh, of America, land of the free, the whole kind of deal, you know, you've got a certain amount of personal responsibility to show up at that fucking meeting, you mm-hmm. know? And even if, even if you're not going to say anything, just show up and say, yeah, I stand with, I agree with this. You know what I mean? Like you've got a civic duty, you know, and right. it's, you can't, you can't be concerned about politics, but not sacrificing at least something. And that mm-hmm. doesn't have to be doesn't doesn't mean you got to show up every night, but you got to be involved in in your area. You you have to be providing some sort of value into your community if you're expecting anything out of it. And we yeah. got a lot of people who they think that's just sharing stuff on social media, and that's like no, because we all know yes, the difference between getting shit tweeted at us that's mean, which we've all had, yeah, versus somebody shouting something or at least saying something to you very definitively to your face it's a different thing and then maybe if there's 10 or 11 people definitively saying something to your fucking face in a meeting like people think you could just call somebody the f slur on twitter and be like my job here is done and you're like no he's just gonna (laughs) mute you and move on they can't mute you at a town hall meeting you can go there and go no i think you're an f slur stop fucking up the schools (laughs) you go all right thank you for your time like it's a little more jarring to have somebody say some shit to you you're like oh okay it is especially because at the local level these people live in your communities yeah i mean like so when you when you show that frustration or that anger or that discontent they're going to feel that a lot more than if you're like, Nancy Pelosi's expensive ice cream. Like, <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't like, care. She doesn't, she doesn't. Like, she probably saw that and laughed her ass off and just like went and got another one. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. not that type of outrage isn't going to get anything. But you can go to your school board with fucking 20 people that care about what the fuck the kids are being taught and be outraged and at least have your voice heard, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, and have them consider like, Maybe we shouldn't be such assholes because these people live like right down the street from us. Um, you know, maybe 
maybe at least we'll, we'll, we'll compromise it. You know, you're not always going to get it hundred percent your way, you know, but I, I think that's I, one of the things that's most important for people that you actually want to, if you actually want something out of this, you've got to contribute. And there's a huge portion of people who just don't. Well, it's, 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 you know, it's talking about like the January 6th is a great example, right? So January 6th thing happens and then um, these these politicians on both sides are posting Lindsey Graham. We should just shoot them, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah, he was. He, he was said it on. more gay, but you know what I mean. And, L- and Lindsey Graham wants a lot of other people to kill people for him. Yeah, I know. So, well, Putin. He's a big, yeah, he's a big Ukraine guy too. He, loves, he wants everyone to kill people for him. I just think the boys are so cute. Yeah. Anyway, um. He, he, you know, but, but, but then, then they show these pictures of like, look at that, look, 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 look at these government officials in fear. I'm like, you, you know, this, fu- this whole country was founded on them being afraid of us, right? Fear. Yes. They're supposed to be afraid of us. Yeah. Those Native Americans heard one fucking gun go off and they were like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah. So. This whole this whole thing started with a boom with boomsticks. All right, let's not fucking forget that. And and and, yeah. and and now and now it's like no, we should feel safe in our palaces, right? Fuck off. Well, that's that's the crazy thing is they've convinced people. They've convinced a, a large portion of this, like the NPC population, that yeah. like that they shouldn't ever feel threatened as politicians. And it's like no, like this country was founded on the idea that politicians should always be on their toes because that's how you keep people on their best behavior. If you know that you can get fucked up for what you're doing, you're not going to do bad shit, but they've layered themselves behind so many lies and so much bureaucracy. And they have people so distracted that it's like, Oh, 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 you're frustrated that I'm teaching your your children about, about anal sex in fourth grade. (laughs) And you want, you want to hurt me because of that? Like, Oh my God, I'm just trying to be, and it's that that yeah. virtue signaling that they hide behind. It's like, yeah, I want to punch you in your fucking face, dude. Yeah, that's you're right. Like, I want to hit you, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like- and more people are rising <laughs> up in this country and and being like pointing to guys like him and going, I also want him to punch you in the face. Yeah. So uh, I, 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 I second you know that I'm, motion. I'm gonna smoke a cigarette facing this way, in case in case. Yeah. <laughs> I think more people are starting it with the like libs of Tic Tac and the groomers and like the gays against groomers. Like there's a lot of like publicly shits like it's surfacing now all these TikTok videos yeah. and all the shit that's not fake it's, yeah. it's these are real teachers and i think you are starting to see a little I, I i've seen it already at least as far as the school meetings go a lot more parents showing up to those lately yeah there's been a lot of fucking very angry no, let's be loud <laughs> Catholic a lot parents. more dads showing up which a has made of, a big yeah. impact yeah because a man scream look sorry ladies but a man screaming in your face is going to be more scary than a woman screaming in your and face and they're panicking now because it used to be like all right well we'll do the whole you know we can always go with the whole white supremacist angle but now it's a lot of hispanic and black that's dads. true <laughs> and yeah, now they're right. showing up and going hey what is this shit my daughter came home with <laughs> hey yo dead ass dog i got my daughter coming home telling me she got boys <laughs> in the bathroom and shit you got me fucked up. And well, they're like, uh, we're not. That's one of the beautiful this. things is yeah. once they once they encroach so much, like there it there is some sort of unification because they they're very good at dividing everybody. Right. You know what I mean? Like whatever. They play their fucking race and religion and fucking all this bullshit games. You know, but there's certain things like if you come after people's children, at least it should ha- like it should follow that everybody's not gonna be okay with that. You know, like there's no there's no cultural differences, you know, unless you're talking about like marrying young wives mm-hmm. over and whatever. But 
you know, even you even saw the Muslims up in Michigan. You know, they they showed up. There, there's videos of them. Where yes. They showed up in these in these towns, and they were like, "You're going to teach our kids about sex?" Yeah. This like this, I'm sorry. This, this school. You mean the Muslim? Here. You mean the Muslim face of white supremacy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and that's the problem. Now it's like a video game or an app that just keeps crashing the desktop yes. because the code is like it's like they patched the code too many times. They updated the game too many times, and now they're like, "Well, we've empowered these Muslims too much, and we've empowered the gays too much, and now we've got sort of a problem here." Yeah, and it's like now we what do we do? We can't go out and call the fucking Arabs racist. No. Like, what do we do? <laughs> and you can't call the gays dramatic. Like, yeah. So what are you going to do? And it's yeah. like, all right, which one of you guys told the Arab guy you were going to molest his kid? Because this <laughs> is fuck. <laughs> we have a real problem on our hands now. But, it, but it's true. It's 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 really turned into this weird, like, they push. That's the problem. It's like they push it too far. They always do. They always go too far. Where, like, most normal people don't care about their, they don't care about the race. They don't care about who they're fucking. They're yeah. just like, hey, man, are you trying to fuck my kids and they're like, just, they're just calling some local democrat election picture and going yeah. so what do i do do i let them kill the gays <laughs> i don't get it or do i let the gays rape the muslims <laughs> I, I don't i'm confused because the handbook has all kinds of conflicting info at this point <laughs> none of them are white i don't know who to blame and the and the, and the democrat training videos from yeah. the 90s and it's al gore be like ha this is vice president al gore <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you might be worrying about how you're going to uh, balance the deficit this year, and we all just laugh at that old video, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's cute. Deficit? That's hilarious. Okay, uh, so remember the '90s? I'm gonna now. I'm gonna ask some Jim Bro questions because I have to ask. Okay, all right. quick. Okay, <clears throat> max deadlift. Uh, six fifty-five. Jesus, God Christ. damn it! I just did 525. I'm Jesus very happy about Christ. that. Christ. That's and anything anything north of 400 is good. Five, 525 yeah, guys, one rep I got so far. So that's, that's good. fucking huge. Okay, second squat. 555. Fuck. 405. <laughs> um <laughs> god damn it. Um Wait, did you think he was did you think you were No, but I thought it was closer. Okay, oh. uh You and, thought you were going to be close. Yeah. I don't, know was, I don't know if that was just glamour muscles. Look at this guy. It's probably glamour muscles. It's not now I know it's not bench. 415. Jesus. I just did 360. No, 375 for one rep. 370. So, I, okay. I just recently tore my pec doing 375. Oh! So it's oh, oh, oh! I can see oh. why. I can see. It was a little one. It was a little one. It wasn't, wasn't too bad. It was just, just a little guy. Yeah. So. Well, New Jersey, I can wasn't, see why. It wasn't one of those ones where you see like the like the, uh, the, the, the whole thing, thing come up. The, the Cody Rhodes thing that he ripped the yeah. pec oh, off. God. Yeah. 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 No. Well, I can no. see why the, the New Jersey police were resorting to fines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write that. You know what I'm going to do when I see that motherfucker? He opens his gym one more fucking time. He's going to... I'm writing some fucking... Woo, you are getting some summonses, pal. <laughs> You're going to go talk to a judge. I'll mail, <clears throat> I'll mail him. I'll mail him. I'm, I'm going to mail them. I'm not going to actually... You know what? It's my lunch break. Uh -huh. Can Susan do it? I don't think you'll hit a girl. Can Susan do it? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, but that you're you're an animal, dude. Like honestly, so I, I watch you doing fucking three reps. What was it? Overhead press of like two thirty five. Jesus. Yeah, that's that's my favorite lift. Right. Overhead press. Oh my god, overhead press. Just, oh, it hurts so ultimate, much. Um, ultimate warrior stuff. Yeah, ultimate. <laughs> I actually try to I, when I when I work out, I try to do that as much as possible because I've always just had the really sad, slopey, mm -hmm. hunchy kind of body. So when I started working out, I was trying to do a lot of the. Mm -hmm. You know, That'll do make it. the shoulders look at least more like a human adult man. 
And also, you know why I don't like this guy coming on? He makes my beard look like a fucking bitch-ass beard. This guy's fucking beard is like, oh, fuck. Yeah, his looks cool, but it, also I feel like that thing's probably a pain in the ass. Is it? Oh, that's like, it's like, is, it's is like it hard to maintain? You, it's like when you see a chick who's got gorgeous long hair. Yeah. And you're like, you know that's a fucking pain in the ass for her, though. That's not easy. Yeah. It's oh. actually not too bad, but I, I ride a motorcycle, so it, it's it's fucked up a lot of times. <laughs> of course, you ride a motorcycle. I've just I've just resorted to like you know fucking yeah. put as many rubber bands in it as I can. So <laughs> fucking, you're on the highway and you see something that looks yeah. like cousin it sneezing but it's just <laughs> on the fucking road. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh fuck, Ian, man, thank you for coming on. Yeah, dude. you this, rule. This what do we? Uh, where do we what go? Are we plugging? What are we telling people about? Where are we going? What are we doing? Yeah. How are we supporting? Uh, you can follow everything I'm doing on social media, Ian. Smith Fitness. That's on Instagram and Twitter. That's where mm. all the updates are at. And I've uh, been a good boy recently, so I'm not not too shadow banned. So you should be able to find me without typing in that whole name. You on yeah, Twitter yeah, too, yeah, or yeah, you you, yep. you, you were yeah. a good boy. You literally said hi to Phil Murphy's <laughs> wife's boyfriend. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It fucking killed me, by the way. That was hilarious. Oh fuck! All right, I'm putting that. I in gotta chat. fuck with him still. Yep, there it is in the chat. Hey, man, thank you so much. You're welcome on whenever, dude. That was a lot of fun. Seriously, you come on. You welcome Absolutely, on whenever. You, anything you want to plug, you come on. All right, cool, man. Thanks. All right, man. Good night, guys. Take it easy, thank dude. You so much. See man. you later. Man, he was fun. Gonna kick his ass, bro. I fucking just would have slapped him if he said anything. Anything, I would have slapped him. <laughs> He I've would he would throw us out the window. <laughs> what an animal! I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't be confident with him with my gun. No, because I feel like he could probably take three good rounds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like you know, because I'm not that great of a shot. Jesus Christ! What a fucking um, animal! And God forbid I had to reload. <laughs> oh. um, no, that was great. He's fun, dude. Bro, he I, was. I like. He's, can I be bro, honest? that Ukraine thing. That what? That's my favorite thing he said when he said "fuck Ukraine." Can I be honest? Uh huh. Because Royce put this one together, and I was thinking, all right, should be all right. This was not one of the interviews I was expecting to be this fun. Yeah. He's fun. He's a fun He's dude. He's actually a fun guy. That's the dude you want to hang out with, right? Yeah, because I was like, ah, we'll get him on. Like, My was... favorite thing was like, you're in the military? Prison for five years. Yeah, I was like, I was like all right, man, I like this guy. That fucking rules. But yeah, no, he... Um, I don't know, man. There's people you have on that you're like, you know, oh, it's going to be. And then there's people you have on that you're like, all right, well, I think it'll be okay. Like, we just admired him for what he did. Yeah, of course. Had a great story. And, like, but he's we covered him so much on the show. We're like, of course we want to have him on. But I was like, I don't know. It's going to be like, because you get people on sometimes and they're not, they're just kind of eh, not fun. But he's fun. But he's, 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 he's good, man. He, he's a good dude. Really did stand up for what he believed in, it. and you know the, the whole the whole like you the said, go have a beer with him. You know he's the kind of guy you go out and have one vodka with no additives in it. Mm -hmm. With no, 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 but he just beat a DUI. Homie drinks. Oh, okay, that's true. And he beat it, which makes him even more of a Chad. Awesome. By the way, he beat a DUI. <laughs> uh, but he fucking rules. Uh, all right. Um, let me see if there's any more. Don't I think? Uh, did I read this one? Uh, okay, Doctor Honkler. Don't worry, boys. Rain. Water has been stripping paint off of cars in Ohio for years. Everyone is driving in the Canyonero from The Simpsons. <laughs> Canyonero. <laughs> nice reference. That's a really good reference. Uh, let's what see. What a fucking impractical piece of shit that thing was. Mm -hmm. Travis B. Pickle, the locals community is wishing you a fast recovery, and they put a one day at a time chip in there for me. Amen, brother. Keep, it, keep them in your prayers. Just in time, 87. Royce, I think you missed word, my words of encouragement from Daywave today, but I'm glad you're finally getting the help. I No, I didn't miss it. With your addiction, the hardest battle to fight are the ones fought within. The easiest to win are when, are when asking for help. Thoughts and prayers. 
on your road to success. I'm kidding. I'm not an alcoholic, and I'm not going to rehab. No, no, no. Well, I know you're going on a cruise. Are you going to be drinking? Yeah, but I'm going to cruise. Of course I'm going to be drinking. Of course he is. <laughs> can't just enjoy a cruise. <laughs> Nurse can't even go to the airport without drinking. I can't drive to the airport without having a few drinks. Uh <laughs> <laughs> No. I uh, know, I've been a passenger. <laughs> now they're going to fucking have to get pulled over all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but um, it's it, the reason that was just so funny is because, of course, it's a cruise. <sighs> which is like, it, even people that never drink ever, it's yes. the, the one time they're going to drink. Oh, can't enjoy a cruise, right, without drinking. Fucking asshole. Um <laughs> Uh, Big B Smiley with three dollars said, "Hey, hey! By the way, guys, if you if you did enjoy, uh, if you did enjoy today's episode, go to locals revengeassist.locals.com. Join for five bucks a month. Tomorrow's episode will be the last one of the week. So if you want to see us tomorrow, that'll be that because I'm going apparently to rehab. Uh, thank you so much. And um, Mersh Nightwave. Uh, yeah, we'll be there. Nightwave Radio. Uh, Rumble. Just look for Nightwave Radio." YouTube, just look for Nightwave Radio. Wherever your Nightwave radios are sold. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on, let me put this on here real quick. Uh, let's let's end the song with it. Let's end the show with this. Guys, thank you so much for listening, Nightwave. Uh, again, join our locals. Thank you again to Ian. Bye everybody. Can you name the truck with four wheel drive? Smells like a steak and seats 35. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? Well, it goes real slow with the hammer down. It's the Country Pride truck endorsed by a clown. Canyonero. No!